on the wake up. for the most dangerous two hours in radio on the wake up with your host this evening your brother cam kazi the cutlass and my co-host my brother john the masonic marine from the truth boot podcast shout out to super producer cindy ashby for bringing this all together shout out to the on the wake up radio family and shout out to you the listener the on the wake up radio army you can check us out at onthewakeupradio.com where we have our 24 hour streaming Streaming network, that's right. We got it now, folks. You can also check out the archives at On the Wake Up. What am I talking about? At the YouTube. That's what happens when I start drinking early. You can also check out the archives at the YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Did I say YouTube? See, I be fucking up, man, because we don't have the YouTube anymore. I mean, we have the YouTube, but, you know, due to technical difficulties and pure fuckery, we don't use that as an outlet anymore. We, we have YouTube. We, it, the symbolic presence of YouTube is what we have right now. So, you know, check us out at the other outlets. But on, on the wakeupradio.com, you can listen to us 24 hours a day, past episodes of On the Wake Up and all the other great shows that we have on our network. So check come through, check us out. Live from FEMA Region 2, big shout out to acting FEMA Region Administrator Bob Fenton, Robert Fenton. Thanks, Bob, for keeping on the lights. We see you, motherfucker. Yeah, you gotta holler at that volume, brother. Oh, I hear that. I hear that. It wasn't plugged in all the way. Mm -hmm. No. Toying around with archaic technology. Forgive me. Operation O'Reilly. Do it live. Fuck it. (laughs) What's up, brother man? How you doing? The world's gone to shit. I've closed my eyes. Fuck it. (laughs) They laughed at us when we tried to warn them. I don't have the same enthusiasm. Yo, this shit is real. That shit is very real. Very real. Mm -hmm. And man, you're going to be the type of motherfuckers that, if motherfuckers will be fighting to the death, like banging on the Connex when one comes out and two go in, like, I'm ready to to suck his dick for for the supplies I need to feed my family. Like, wait, that's not that's not necessary. We just wanted right. one of you to come. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm like, saying? Like, we just wanted to barter, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not television. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen in this compound. Yeah, word. You know? Yeah, man. I feel you. Like, and I, you know, we kind of been on this energy since coming into 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> if you remember, 
where it was like, what did we say? What did you say? Operation Drop My Pack. What was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got, got all, we got all the shit we need for the most part. And I mean, like, fucking until, until the lights go out, mm-hmm. I'm, sitting, I'm sitting idle. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, all we can do is kind of talk our shit on the network. And it always comes down to, like, basic, real simple stuff that we say every fucking week, right? Like, mm-hmm. have your supplies, have first aid, have high nutrient-dense, non-perishable superfoods in abundance, have water, have a water filtration system, you know, make sure you have your weapons, your ammunition, and just hold tight <laughs> then don't fucking be in the streets when they start rioting and all that other shit well i mean like with them with this new administration mm. and they, they these niggas is like i mean just like the whole dynamic paradigm of forced vaccinations financial castration when you don't comply with forced vaccinations you know what I mean? They start weaning you into, they start funneling you into that bottleneck of 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 of, of certain opportunities that you're allowed to fucking enjoy. You know what I mean? Then they come up for your guns. It's like, yo, y'all don't see this fucking. This is like the fucking IHOP fucking turn the paper menu over, entertain your children with the four fucking color crayons, follow the dots, <laughs> the four crayons, <laughs> like. Niggas just fall to chase the lines. He made a giraffe, motherfucker. Like, you don't know. Like, how many context clues do you require as an adult? You motherfuckers are, are, are trusted with, with with keys to doors and shit. How do y'all not see this fucking tyranny before your fucking eyes? They have fucking bill, bills and responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you say, these people take care of other children, take care of children and elders and you know, make make decisions for other people's lives, not just their lives. But <clears throat> they're so caught up that they're not paying attention to the basic, simple shit that's going to keep them free. Because people are subscribing to the entertainment that is fucking confused as culture. Right. You know I mean, that shit is fucking eroding the family <laughs> dynamic. These niggas ain't rapping about Rockports and pleated slacks. And fucking diverse portfolios and hedge funds. No, this is a targeted fucking mental fucking psyop, bro, for a particular demographic. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers will fight to defend it, bro. Like, ah. Yep. Started with quality control the music, man. Like, take the mind, control the body. What the fuck y'all bumping your heads to? Step back. Right. This shit. Listen to what how derogatory it is. You got your kids, you got your. Anybody with a fucking cash app on their page, you know what I mean? Like that type of mindset. Anything's for everybody. That's the world that they wanted. They couldn't take your mm-hmm. women because they were attracted to your women. So what did they do? They locked the mm-hmm. men up. They shuffled the mindset of the family dynamic. And all right, you want to feed yourself? All right, ain't not wrong with this shit. Yes, okay, my cash app. My right, you know what I'm saying? You know what Shake your ass. What is it? A fans only? A only fans? Whatever the fuck it's called. That shit is sad. Like, we look at it like people think, oh, yeah, they just get money, get money. But, like, step back and look at how the world is. It's fast. We need a blackout. Blackout is coming. Right, right. Yo, so uh, I want to pause for a moment, bro, because people are saying that there's a crazy sound coming through right now. So, everybody, what I I want you all to do is you can keep the IG up, but. 
go to onthewakeupradio.com and listen through the radio. You already know we get crazy. Oh, let, me, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. We get we get crazy interference because I don't hear it and you don't hear it, right? How you they hear it now? They say every time every time you talk, it's interference. Every time I talk, but I don't hear it. But then again, I'm listening to you through you know other means, so I'm not everybody that go to onthewakeupradio.com, listening through there. You can stay on the IG, just turn the volume down, and that way we can see your commentary. Oh dear, I tell you. Right. Go to onthewakeupradio.com. The link is pinned at the bottom there. You can go to that link. You know? But but continue, bro. Continue. The show, the show must continue. Yes, it must go on. P.T. Bonham. Fuck you. Know you. <laughs> he said, fuck you. Him and the fucking human circuit, human zoo circus motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Behold the pygmy! Like, nigga, I will shoot you in the face. <laughs> straight, straight from Palau. Like, what the fuck? Amenities. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are some evilest motherfuckers, man, to like put a nigga in, you know, because they were coming off the backs of slavery. So to put a nigga in the zoo wasn't, you know what I mean? That wasn't a far stretch for them. Like, look, he has rights now. <laughs> We feed them bananas. <laughs> they love the green plantains for some reason. Right. <laughs> he, just rips the, he just rips the bottom off. Rips <laughs> the bottom off. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm seeing a lot of memes and shit that's like relevant to like any. If I was a federal agent, I'd be like, hey, man, this needs to be inquired about. Like, I saw one earlier, you know what I mean? I was talking about the fucking, the meat, and the, it being human meat, and they finding human fucking DNA, oh, and yeah. all that shit. Even, like, one instance of that being a fucking rumor should have been investigated. Like, and then I listened to this mathematics, of the, of this man explaining this, the numbers. He was, like, 20 to 30 cows, on average, are ready for slaughter every year and that's just from like and mcdonald's serves like 40 to 60 50 what is it, 68 billion people a, a year or some shit like that something wait like pause pause it serves what you mean it serves that many people or it serves that many people like you got you gotta specify oh, <laughs> you see what i'm you see what i'm doing there? <laughs> <laughs> it serves that many people or it serves that many people you gotta specify problem reaction solutions organs specify. don't come from those organs don't grow on fucking trees like mm, right. <laughs> yo so I want to bring it back now because you actually just reminded me so I was listening to Deborah Tavares because now that her page has been deleted and she's back up again on YouTube. She's just dropping some heat. She's like, fuck all y'all motherfuckers at this point. So she went back to CMEX the other day. You remember mm-hmm. our, our not proud. friends yeah, at CMEX? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Tunnels and Creating that infrastructure and helping out with the child traffickers, the human traffickers, really, right? And you remember um, Operation Backyard Brawl. Where and people shit on that, but Operation Backyard Brawl, you had people who basically discovered how to identify 
traffickers layers and their routes and they realized that CMEX was part of the infrastructure. Well, this is what Deborah Tavares said. This is some shit, bro. So apparently cement has blood and bone in it. Cement mix has blood and bone in it. Blood and bone because the bone makes it stronger and the blood makes it so that it, it it's something about the aeration of it. So you get more bang for your buck, basically. And CMEX is one of the companies that is spearheading this. So these niggas is hiring cadaver parts and cement like fucking mining byproducts of fluoride and toothpaste. Yes. Uh, problem reaction solution. Yes, brother. Apparently so. So, <clears throat> you know, and that was a big thing for me because I don't know that she was aware aware of Operation Backyard Brawl. But that's when we came across the CMEX information. When we started looking, when they were uncovering that shit down in Arizona. And you had homeboy down there who was like, look, the shit is here. We're bringing law enforcement in to investigate. You know, they were finding layers of, of, of human traffickers. And, um... Places where, you know, fucking holes in the ground where they were storing children for a certain amount of days. Like, they told us. Remember that. Exactly. They taught us exactly how to identify these things. They told law enforcement and authorities where the shit were. Then they were standing guard to make sure people didn't come and tamper with them so that law enforcement could see what they were. And I don't really know where that went, but they tried to call this motherfucker a conspiracy theorist. And in the end of the day, and, and uh, you know, a lot of people went down there. Um, you know, one, one of my people on Instagram was actually down there. I need to tap in with this person and find out what, what they actually saw down there. But that's where we, we came across CMEX when we started doing a little homework on it. But so for this to be what is really going on with CMEX, they're putting the blood and bone in the fucking cement mix. That's a yeah, whole other level. Whole, yeah, that's another level. Fuck that. Fuck the mob, nigga. The mob right. That's the same shit I said. Like the mob, they be putting full body parts. You know what I'm saying? Like word, word. these niggas, like nah, like the sidewalks that we walk on. There's a chance that there are literally people in them. But how do you? How do you? You know what I mean? Like how do you go go about fucking? Like inquiring about that, like who are these individuals? Like, ain't no who. Like, were you gonna stop a truck, chest cement for DNA? Like, how does that work? There's, there's ways to do it. I mean, I think it's just you find out. I, it would be probably easy enough to find out. You see who has contracts with them, who's ordering big supplies of CMEX cement mix. You know what I'm saying? See where they're digging. Just dig up a chunk and put it through the proper testing. I don't think it'd be hard to find that information, but at a certain level, who would care? You know? Like, you know, go ahead. Not to ca- the caveat off to answer both of our questions. Go ahead, brother. And just ice the shit out of this smooth-ass cake. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be conducive for citizens of legal age and of good standing to have Concealed weapons permit, so they are not victim of abduction. <laughs> you see the logic you're spitting, brother. 
Yo, we're we're living in the upside down world right now. They're throwing <laughs> logic out the window, B. Like they don't know. They don't want any of that logical thinking. Come on, like look at Common Core math. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Apparent. What is that? What, is that? what, what is the this? fuck is that? Exactly. That's what. No, I know what is it. I know. I'm I'm asking right now. And that's what I'm telling you. What is it? That is what 95% of parents our age are saying right now when they try to help their children with math homework. What the fuck is that? That's not like any math we've ever been introduced to. Okay, okay. So, for instance, because this is a terrible example. This is going to make your, your neck hurt for real. This is a terrible example. But, like, let's say you were going to add up, you know, let's say you were going to add up 10 plus 10 to equal 20, right? But Common Core is going to have you do some wacky shit like 10 plus 5 plus 5 and bring them both down and then add them together. Some weird shit. Like, it, it's, it's giving you extra steps to do simple shit. It's dumbing people down. The Common Core is fucked up. You know? And what, it, the fuck are they, what the fuck are they going to teach these kids when it comes to scientific notation? When you got to write fucking... Pass a trillion. You're gonna write all of this. Like you wanna fucking. What about exponents, nigga? They gonna write it in letters. That's what they're gonna do. They ain't gonna be no writing past a trillion. <laughs> <laughs> these, niggas, these niggas don't even write in cursive no more out here, bro. No, what? they don't. They don't teach it. And what you already, fuck? you already know. Like you're gonna have a generation of people who cannot read the Constitution. Like ah, oh, what language is this? <laughs> You know what, bro? It's a real shit. That's truth in that because actually, you know how I write. I mean, my penmanship and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I was writing some shit, so I forgot where the fuck I was at. I was somewhere outside of my house, around people, and somebody was like, "Oh my god, look at your penmanship! It's like calligraphy." Nigga, like, what? Nigga, I said, "This is cursive." Nigga, I signed my name. Hey, like, hey, you Dude. said this was some. This was a place I had to sign documents. Or some shit. Wow. Like, wow, bro. Like, we are really like, living in the Orwellian double speak era. Dude, now, my handwriting, for most of my life, I've had terrible handwriting. And I believe to this day that I have terrible handwriting. But I can't tell you how many people in the last decade tell me how beautiful my handwriting is. Like, really? My shit is fucked up. I know my shit is fucked up. My <laughs> teacher's been telling me my shit was fucked up for my whole life. So all of a sudden, now, I have beautiful handwriting? Like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Stop. <laughs> oh, shit. It's time for us to fucking make a finished product in the script. <laughs> motherfuckers is over here tripping over our penmanship. You know what I'm Imagine saying? Imagine how a fucking finished script would look. Right. Like, they must be highly oh. intelligent. Cam, I left you a message. I, I had a oh my god, oh my god, the fucking idea for this super fucking. Mm. After the show, we gonna talk. Okay. I'm not. I'm not this. It's one of those. Not. It's like I'm not even gonna fuck around and pretend like I'm gonna slip up. Like nah, this was up. Close to the chest. You know what I'm saying? Because we see plenty <laughs> shit on on Netflix and Amazon right now. <laughs> and they always fuck up the, that's like I'll be looking at shit like angry at myself like you motherfucker but then they always fucking drop the ball like oh you ain't oh, creative like you're catching up nigga you're catching the fuck up like, right shit. That's but they rush up. it they, oh, just rush it to production fuck it <laughs> we gotta get out there first <laughs> that's all they're worried about they don't want an actual quality product 
You know what? Speaking of quality products, the caveat, not the fucking plug. You see that Zack Snyder's cut, uh, uh, Justice League, the Super or Batman and shit. I Superman. didn't see it. I saw it came out. I didn't see it yet. I was at my brother's house in New York and shit. So I came over there and he was fucking watching it. It was like four hours and 11 minutes. Oh, yeah, I heard. That shit is like half a day long. Bro, but that shit was worth it. If they, they would have put that movie out first like that and start, instead of making it. This is the thing that with movies. They put fucking, they chop it up. They take out the best scenes out. And then they put a fucking over-the-top string section every five fucking seconds when something right. happens. This shit was like human to the touch. I said, "Oh, really?" I, said, I, I was like, "You nigga," and they'll, 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 you'll create a fan base if you don't fucking chop your fucking creative content up like a right. abomination. You'll create the fucking the 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 the, 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 the particular target demographic that will come back for more for that shit for our movie. They ass down. Yo, did, did you see? I remember I told you about it. Did you see the um? The Watchmen, the director's cut, like the super director's cut. That mm-hmm. shit was long. That shit had like, yo, there's a you seen Watchmen though. There's a whole not the show, the movie. There's a whole part of that. Okay, you remember towards the end when you know Ozymandias did his thing, and that kid, you may or may not remember the kid with the uh the dude was at the newsstand and then they ran and hugged each other when the explosion came. Yeah. You vaguely remember, right? And they kind of lift it up, and you see the black kid and the old man hugging each other right before the light comes. Yo, there was a whole subplot between them two, whole subplot where that kid was reading. Uh, he was reading a comic book, you know. So at throughout the scene, you'll just see the movie cut to a cartoon, and the cartoon is about this pirate ship and all this other stuff. Wow, like wild psychological shit. Wild psychological shit. And then, you know, it all kind of wrapped up. It kind of wrapped into the actual plot of the movie. But that was all cut out. Because, you know, obviously for times. Like, but it's like you're saying, like, the, the Watchmen, to me, was a dope movie. But, like, the bastardization of that actual product. Because they had to cut it down. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's for, like, real fans. Like, you could tell that they, the, the creators took their time to create a really good movie that the fans would enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. And as and there's a whole other scene, you know what I'm saying? Like a whole other part where the fucking um the original Night Owl, you know what I'm saying? The old man, where he got into a t- you know what I'm saying? He was had to fight some gangsters and they came for him and all that other shit. You don't even really see that, I don't think. I like to see old man sauce and alley. That's what I'm saying. He, he, they came. To the jaw, like, That's what I'm saying. They came for him and he dealt with them, you know. See, but they chopping movies, and that's like it keeps it, it, it holds back. Like even like withholding that from a, from a as a finished product for a movie. Let's say a child with his own dreams and imaginations is robbed of what could be. You know what I mean? Like just that 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 spark of inspiration that would have been in the fucking edit, unedited fucking. You know what I mean? Like yep. you don't know. You know if we just stop like like holding back, even like. What is movies, cinema, in life in general? Like, why we just always hold the brakes on everything? Just like, oh, we have to have it in this format, or we can't offend anybody at this party if we say this thing, or don't say that word at work, or 
you can't say this now. Like, what kind of world are we fucking moving towards? Yet we call it, let our daddy say, freedom of speech. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, in name only. They, you know, because, and, and that's the thing, like, part of freedom of speech is actually expressing. This is what we always talk about on this show, where, you, you know, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, it's a living bill of rights. It's a living constitution where people have to actively participate. Like if you want freedom of speech, you don't march about it. You say what the fuck you want to say. That's how you have freedom of speech. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Go to a rally. I'm going to go and protest in front of the white house for my, shut the fuck up. Just say what you want to say. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Have the Second Amendment to defend what you want to say because sometimes you might need it. Sometimes people might not like what you have to say. And so you have to have a means to defend yourself against those people. Simple mm -hmm. enough, right? I think, yeah, yeah. I, think, right. I think the only violation that we haven't really seen is the quartering of troops in the homes. That's like the one I and I think on some real fuck you shit, like they if they really want to violate us, they would make a rule that we have to, you know, let troops or National Guard or UN troops sit in our, you know what I'm saying, live in our homes while they're occupying our land. But that's the only one that they really haven't tried to violate. If you don't get the fuck out my face, you better set up a bivouac site in a goddamn county park. Set a fucking tent up. Get the fuck out my face. Like. Oh, this is a great living room. Hey, guys, you got a cable. <laughs> Type of shit. Yeah, you're going to step on a fucking 12 gauge pressure plate. Ooh. Fuck you around and find you know out. <sighs> Gray State would mm. be awesome movies. Never got the fucking fruition because that shit was meant to call creativity by not having it fucking produced. Yup. Yup. Exactly. Because I think it would have been like, it would have had the same impact that The Matrix did. Because you remember that. Everybody thought they were fucking Neo after that movie came out. I'm telling you, man, there was times I was a teenager with my friends like, alright, we're going to use our mind power and do some shit. And I'll tell you a funny, a funny story. One time, so, you know, because we would try shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to move things. We all put our collective mind power on something and try to move. You know what I'm saying? Never worked. But one time, oh, shit, you just got kicked off of the IG live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm putting it back on. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got you. But, so one time, I was, um, we had my homeboy and I, we were in his car. We were, like, late teens, right? Uh-huh. And he, I just remember, I can't, I'm trying to think what the conversation was, but we had a psychic moment where he said something, I heard him and I responded back, but all in my mind, all in our minds. And then at the same time, we psychically acknowledged that that shit just happened. We said, oh, <laughs> true story. True story. And that was, to me, that was the result of believing that our minds were powerful enough to do that. Because, you know, these are the type of things that you kind of, you know, as children, you take for granted. But as you get older, you kind of forget about it. Mm -hmm. Or you're taught that it's not real. 
But then now we have this moment where we can both say, okay, some weird shit just happened. We both just had a communication and acknowledged like on the spot that we were having an internal communication. I think it was like to turn the radio or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, it, it, it wasn't even words. There was no words. It was like feelings being back, bounced back and forth or sensations being bounced back and forth between our minds. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm just saying this because that was sparked by that type of matrix shit, you know? Seeing the matrix and knowing that, okay, being told, okay, those things that you thought when you were younger, that the world is somehow a stage or a simulation, you know what I'm saying? The, the matrix was a confirmation for that. So what you're saying with gray state, like I believe the same thing, like it would have been confirmation for something, especially for people like us. But right. right. you know what I mean? Every, every, everybody, everybody loves an underdog. You know what I mean? Imagine people saying that, feeling like they've had no hope in life. Motherfuckers feel like they've been bullied or picked on or whatever. Motherfuckers just how they never had the opportunity to just want to fucking like be the hero type of shit. Motherfuckers see some shit like that, bro. Those niggas get that fucking fervor in their fucking chest. Mm-hmm. And you can't die that out once it's there. Exactly. And something Toledo Boogs, my big sister Toledo Boogs always says is that shout out to Toledo Boogs. She says that bodies are more expensive when it comes to taking people out. They will try to slander them. They will try to bankrupt them or ruin their financially castrate them, ruin their careers, things like that. But when they actually have to get a body, that means it. That body has to outweigh the the cost of it. You know, you had a lot of people who had their eyes on this movie, the Gray State, like you're saying, uh-huh. and for them to take out that man and his family like that in front of us, in front of people they like us, they disrespected us. They disrespected them, man. Completely disrespected. Like it had to be that. It had to be that much worth it to them. For them to take out that man in that manner. Because there's no, you know, nobody like us is going to believe that he just killed himself. Like, what, really? Before this movie finished? You know what I'm saying? Like, his wife, his child, and left the dog alive? Like, if nothing else, that should have been it. I thought thought they killed the dog. No, the dog lived. Oh, ain't that a bitch? That's some fucked up shit. Like, I feel like... We're not not your average wood team. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? That's <laughs> fucked up, bro. Like, Wet team with a conscience. I can't kill a dog. What am I? A, what am I, a county sheriff? <laughs> he said, what am I, a county sheriff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? It's fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Belly all underneath the body armor protruding. You know what I'm saying? Shirt, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> give me something to shoot. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, like, will we will we ever see anything close? Because they made a documentary about that as well, bro. Like, they did. They had to. They did. And that was probably scary enough for them making that documentary. Because, I don't suck, right? No, no, go ahead. 
No, no, no. You go first, good sir. It's, 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 Your sentence was initiated first. <laughs> it's just, you know, there, there was such a loss with that. Like, what? how far did they get along with it, you know? There's so much that we'll never know. I told you that tabula, tabula rasa page. They cut that down. They did. <clears throat> and they had an archive on there, on the tabula rasa page. Uh-huh. And in the archive, I'm telling you, B, I saw some video in there. And I don't know if it was from the movie or if it was an actual snatch and grab. Like they had some clips that were definitely from the movie. Then they had some clips that could have been from the movie, could have been an actual snatch and grab. I don't know. Shit is questionable. That's all I do know. Well, they had to shut that shit down, unfortunately, because end of the day, look what they did. Look how they how they uh uh uh, smited out the Michigan militia by saying McVeigh was a member of the motherfuckers. He was like, he came to like one meeting. We went to one meeting, like, oh, we didn't really talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know. <laughs> like that, that film would have been a recruiting tool for all the shit that they're doing now. That would have made too much shit click, and too many people too fast. Mm-hmm. They ain't got enough guns off of people yet. But some exactly. shit like that to come out. Exactly. And, you know, that's actually a perfect segue to what the fuck we're talking about tonight. Um, Yeah, I see. Yeah, so what's uh, the Suez Canal, bro? Ain't they sending that damn hospital ship out there to go help them kids in that damn connexes and their shipping containers? That's what they they do. Then they find children in uh, a... Human uh, human trafficking situation on that fucking evergreen shit. That's what I've been hearing, man. That's what Dissidents was just telling me, too. Shout out to mm-hmm. Dissidents, by the way. Mm-hmm. And they've sending that hospital ship out there, apparently. I just saw something. They were sending that USS Mercy or whatever the fuck it's called to the Suez Canal. The Mercy? What? Isn't yeah, that I, the ship that was in New York? Yeah, the same hospital ship. No, but I'm no, like, no. If you, why, why are you sending it there to the Suez Canal? Hmm. That's weird. Well, it's not weird if that's what's going on. That's just cause and effect. What the fuck that is? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be um, that's uh, yeah, because you you know I haven't really looked into the Suez Canal thing, but and so where I'm hearing a lot of stuff. I'm hearing there's you know all kind of human trafficking and drug trafficking. And Naval Hospital ship at Suez Canal. Oh, what's this? Whoa, what? Huh. Can you put it in the middle for us, Cameron? For you? For you? For you? You know how they do. You know when, when the Arabs trying to finesse you yeah. at this point. Mm. For you, my friend. For you, my yeah, friend. Deal. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it. You know what time it is. Let me start with for you. For you hit you with the for you. For you, my oh, friend. <laughs> Not trying to break a twenty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <clears throat> okay so 
Oh, that's it. It's just it's like a one liner. Hold on. This is oh, from God. real realchiefpolice.com. Real okay. Chief Police. It says hospital. hospital. Right, right. <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It says hospital ship that is at Suez Canal to assist in the rescue of trafficked children on the Evergreen container ship. Intel is extremely tight and limited. More should be available in the next day or so. Trump ordered it sent. Military is still taking orders from our is are they really taking orders from former President Trump though? It's three days ago that this was posted. Are they really taking orders from Trump? I don't know. Niggas still niggas still do get briefings and shit. You got Reagan it. Well, I don't know that nigga still around, bro. You got Reagan. Old motherfucker still fucking yeah, I didn't want kicked off or whatever, but motherfuckers still get briefings and shit. Clinton get briefings. Yeah, they get briefings, but do they have pull? Like send a send a naval vessel to the Suez Canal. (laughs) Don't tell Joe though. If you ever been to one of Doug Coe's breakfasts, you've got clout. <laughs> this guy. breakfast, motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And, and if y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Boys of Sea Street. I think that's what it's called, right? On Netflix. Uh, yeah. They, oh, yeah. they love talking about the nefarious shit after motherfuckers are dead, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> word. They, at the end of it all, you find out Doug Coe is dead, so we can talk about uh, it. It's like, what? Uh, yeah, them niggas don't want to be inside ground up with cement mix either. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> trying to go out like that, be a memory on a fucking side of a fucking highway on, in no fuck Ohio. Like, right, like ghosts in the wall and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this was once a human type of shit. Spread out for 40 fucking square miles. You know what I'm saying? Bits and particles. <laughs> Thank you, CMEX. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this nation's really built on their backs. Literally. Like it's, I can imagine the wet teams that have to go do this shit. Like, the motherfuckers, they must go through wet teams like 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 cartons of milk. Like, yeah, you, you know what I'm to, saying? After three months, you get three months, all right. Here's your money. You get your kill. You get killed by the next white team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, deco- they call it being decommissioned. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> like you, you remember, you remember, um, the Jason Bourne movies, right? And, 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 and how he really became Jason Bourne, like. You remember he had to snuff out that dude. They brought him. I think he was in the naval or whatever the fuck it was. He was in an all-white room, and there was a motherfucker with a hood on his head. And he was in a military uniform. And you're just like, who was that guy that he just shot to become Jason Bourne? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, who was Was he a deserter? Was he a fucking whistleblower? Was he, you know what I'm saying? Like, they never answered that question. You just know that he had to take him out to become who he was. It's your final test, son. You know, he did that shit. He shot that motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfuckers be out here thinking you got a goddamn puppy and shit. You got to shoot by a fireplace with blanks. Like, will he do it? Will he pull it? No, there's a whole human. This is a fucking loose end. Right, exactly. Don't worry about who he is and how he got here. You got to do what you got to do. What legacy do you want to live behind? Leave behind. 
Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that was in the Bourne. That was in the Bourne movies. It was in one of the Bourne movies. There's like 20 of them. Pick one. You know what I'm saying? Or just watch the whole series. It's, <laughs> it's a good series. I want to get some coughing and shit. I want to get some subdermal body armor type shit. Like, like attached to your body. Ah, you can put the little fucking... However y'all do it, I need to keep this avatar. You know, I like this body. <laughs> body, body is indestructible. You see, it is. Mm-hmm. Took a fucking truck to the chest on a motorcycle. Like I, I know, right? Like in real life, folks, he's not talking shit. Like my man took a goddamn truck to his chest. Track the trailer, nigga. A track the trailer. Eighteen wheels, right? Eighteen wheels. This nigga's looking at pornography, bro. Dead ass. Looking at porn. Dead ass. Like, was he really though? Occupied. Occupied. Like, crushed by shit. Long story short, I'm here. We're talking. Right, this motherfucker is what was that? A human? Like, what the fuck was that? Bro, didn't even know, nigga. Like, <laughs> was that a deer? Like, no, it was a human being, motherfucker. Like, God, uh, I remember uh, when that shit happened, yo. Yeah. Like, yo, for real. <laughs> I done got a couple of calls from John in the fucking hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny now because you know what I'm saying, my man is yeah. cool, but like. <laughs> Call me like Cam, Cam. I got hit by a fire. I got run over by a fucking truck. Like what? Wild calls from John. Like Cam, my fucking house blew up. <laughs> Cam, I got arrested on my fucking birthday. They're fighting two dudes in the street wearing a suit. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. they arrested me, nigga. Like damn, bro. Like two motherfuckers fighting me. Like, why you- they tried to like describe me like old man Logan beating two niggas up with his with a suit on, with a three piece suit on. <laughs> like yo, not for nothing. And this was like it's, the, the dude in the suit is supposed to be the one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like fucking measures of legitimacy. I got a collar, fucking blazer, nigga. Like, like you think he just went out to whoop someone's ass to whoop two niggas' asses? Like no, something happened. Niggas trying to rob me. I'm saucy. Niggas trying to get the best of me. Thought they had a soft target. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Around the like, corner. Man, get the fuck out. They threw me in it, but they threw me in the back of that fucking Explorer. Like, yo, that shit is fucked up. Like, if I see a dude in a suit, like a masculine <laughs> dude in a suit, I'm thinking he's on his way to get some pussy. At some point on his journey, there will be some pussy. Not whip, not whipping two niggas' asses in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, like, if, if I'm an officer, I'm gonna be like, hold on, Jim. Like, <laughs> they ain't give a fuck. I was a vet. They ain't want to see no cards. They, I, nigga, I had all the credentials in the world, bro. The nigga was like, save it, save it. God damn, like, what? This shit makes no sense. Makes no sense. I still got that damn blazer though. That's what's shit, up. Though. Anyway, it's life, nigga. Compatible circumstances, chaos goes you know saying, Right. <laughs> but so, because you mentioned the gun grab, and that's that's one of the topics tonight: the mili- militarization of the police. And tonight's episode is called "Rise of the Gestapo," part two. Part two, dose. That means there's a whole other episode called Rise of the Gestapo. Y'all should just check that out, too. I don't even remember what we talked about. 
and because it's probably from a couple years ago, but it's probably a build up to what we are experiencing now. That's the beautiful thing about this show, because we just say what the fuck we say, and then you know what I'm saying. Sometimes shit plays out. So usually, usually in some way, you know, and it's not because we're psychic. It's just because we see what's going on in the end of the day. But it's Rise of the Gestapo Part Two. So. I mean, this is the the militarization of the police. You know, it's way way more valid now in 2021. We made it through 2020. If you're listening to this, that means you made it through 2020. Congratulations, salute, warrior salute to you for real. But now we got to deal with this 2021 bullshit, where it's like everything after 2020 is just 2020 plus. That's the way I'm looking at it, you know? We got this. By 2025, they, there are predictions that the U.S. population, we will be 60, 67 to 80% fewer people in this country. 80% fewer people in this fucking country by 2025. Folks, I'm going to say it one more time, okay? They're saying that there will be 80% fewer people in the United States by 2025, okay? Oh, damn it. Shut silence. Shut silence. Shut your we need all the bottom feeders we can to consume and <laughs> What do you think we're going to do? Just inject, create a virus and inject, cause anyone to inject this virus into their arms and bodies so we can use our RFID fucking Gwen Towers to burn holes in people's bodies and make them into little drones to walk around and jump off of buildings like a mar- What's that movie fucking The Happening? The Happening? The, the happening body snatchers, the other one with the other chick. <laughs> no, but the happening, but the had the one with the, it just popped in my head because the same mm-hmm. when niggas jump. They said the trees are having a natural defensive mechanism. Mother Earth is fighting back. Right. For the virus of man. Okay. But that's how niggas gonna be moving. Y'all got all these Gwen Towers all over the place on every light pole. If this 5G works so goddamn good, how is it still doing the same shit it's doing with a phone before the fucking goddamn shit was fucking put up on it? Like, what's the what's right. the grind? You know, you hiding. I see niggas up here hiding the shit behind fucking the top of buildings over apartments and shit. This is fucking fake brick uh, uh, vinyl. Right. right. <laughs> like, you niggas ain't fooling no like, one. Really? But, right, they're not fooling no one, but they're, like, most people aren't paying attention. Most people don't even care that that's a thing. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said, like, the Gwen Towers, they're right there, literally in front of your face. It's fucking towers on the top of apartment buildings. Like, monstrosity. This is not even just, like, a little tower. Like, the shit will be, like, laced across an apartment building right next to someone's apartment and you think that the people in those apartments aren't aren't uh, experiencing cancer and confusion insomnia fucking why am i so dehydrated why can't i think straight why are my children acting crazy you know what i'm saying why do i keep losing these babies like all these fucking questions people are asking and they're probably not looking at the tower that's posted up on the side of their building 
probably not factoring it in because no, the government would never do that. It may not be the government. Fucking people are making money off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's big money. If you have a tower on your building, that means your bills are paid, okay? That's the first thing that people got to understand. There's a financial incentive. If people have, because you got the, the fucking racks and you could put so many different types of towers. You you have the tower, and then you have the antennas, okay? So mm-hmm. the, the private contractors, whoever, can put different antennas on there. So if you have one that's laced, you mm-hmm. might have, if you see a building or a water tower that's laced with antennas, that might be 30, 50 different corporations, companies, individuals that own those fucking antennas that are paying rent. Listen, that shit is paid for. That building is paid for. The property taxes are paid for and they're probably turning a profit every year, every fucking quarter, okay? That's what's going on. So there's a financial incentive to have these towers up on these buildings, these apartment buildings and all this other stuff. But folks are like folks aren't even at the point where they're having these conversations. Brother Niggas is out here keeping up with the Joneses and shit, bro. Ooh, what's going on with the Joneses? <sighs> they on live right now. <laughs> That's what motherfuckers meant by fucking back in the day, bro. Like they say, no Bible and shit, offering up <clears throat> your family. Mm-hmm. That's what I honestly think. I look at this shit, bro. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe being overseas for a fucking decade in an austere environment. We're knowing to write and uh, talk to and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> it's like, get there, get in that fucking box and work, nigga. Like, fix these weapons, clean these weapons, get on the range, go do this, go do that, go here. To go. And just shot, I write a book. I swear to God, I write a book. Can you like one day about that shit? Like, mm-hmm. Coming back here and seeing niggas wearing skinny jeans and Uggs. All right, that must like, what the fuck know. happened, bro? That shit fuck like, all this shit fuck me. Everybody out here cut culture. Like you got black men out here fucking not raising their families, letting niggas run through their fucking families and shit. Just like what type of acceptable fucking shit is this? Like I just watch human behavior and lack of morals. Like people running their lives in the fucking ground with these fucking electronic devices, bro. Like what are your leg? What are you what like? Keep it hundred. What's your legacy? When you waste, like you only got twenty four hours in a fucking day. You know how your phone be like your screen. Your phone's your screen time was down from last week. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, kudos. I ain't got nothing to look at. Nobody talk to about shit. Like fuck out of here. Like otherwise, that shit'll get you distracted. Looking at this, looking at that, and you waste your whole life. Like niggas was like twenty something years old writing fucking. Uh, uh, declarations and shit back in the day, right? Like, like candlelight, you can't even you can't even understand fucking half right. the fucking articulation. Like what the fuck that right. word? You think like twenty two years old, like oh, right. furthermore, ah, right, ah, right, right. writing with it. writing with a quill pen and calligraphy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, stand it up. <laughs> <laughs> I must <laughs> quick take this in, ride it to the far. You know what I'm saying? Go my horse back for Fortnite. <laughs> 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 Niggas on their horses. 
Ready to yeah. blast some anybody with that one shooter shit that he got, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. Let me go grab it. Let me go grab it. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were committed. They were committed to their causes. Word, nigga, had the whole situation, like. <laughs> <laughs> the long, the long barrel body, like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Make <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, it one shot, make it count. <laughs> yeah, me and my nephew, my nephew, he, he a rapper now, but like he was in the Marines. He went to the Marines after me and shit. Nice. And we was joking like, <laughs> like uh, back in the day, motherfuckers would be like a ton tavern and shit in Philadelphia. They'd be like, go to Fortnite, niggas would be in like Boston, Massachusetts. In a tavern or some shit, and then being like, uh, like, like Charleston, South Carolina, and be like, nigga, how the fuck was, there was no roads. Like, like niggas was, I mean, we, we was hot smoke, we was joking, we were like, yo, imagine. I, I, I gotta write this shit to a cartoon. I just imagine, like, Native Americans be, you just see a picture of Native Americans and shit, just in the woods hunting deer and shit. Next thing you know, just like the sound barrier breaks. It's just a fucking horse and a man on horseback. Like, <laughs> like how fast was niggas really? Like, four nights, like two days ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, like nigga be getting some distance. Like, right. I'm trying to make a goofy ass skit like nigga be in the woods breaking a sound barrier on horseback. Like, ah, ah, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, yeah, Native Americans. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you just see a fucking like I saw this uh, locomotive the other day hit a fucking donkey somewhere, and it just burst apart. I was just like, imagine like <laughs> the horse being a woods should just like run past a deer or a moose and just burst a fucking deer or a bear apart. Just like two days ride, like it like, burst you know, apart, yo. Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> be a horseback. Probably <laughs> <laughs> you never thought about that shit. Like the in between motherfuckers be up at like doing some shit up in Philly. Next thing you know, you down in fucking the Alamo or some shit like. Oh yeah, all the time because they talk about it. Listen, I've driven these distances. I know how far some of this shit is. Like really, like. How long did that really take you? Like, like you said, those horses must have been booking. No, like, no, boy, that's why I'm laughing. Like, ah, ah. like how how much steam does a horse have in it? You know what I'm saying? If you running at top top speed, like, how long is that at really going on? Like, is that like that an hour? Even that ain't even ground, too, nigga. Remember that, right. right? Is that so? Is the horse running for an hour, or are you getting like a good twenty minutes and then y'all walking? Cause sometimes you see niggas walking next to their horse. Like, come on, you know what I'm saying, Chester? Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I, I imagine that, bro. Like, yo, just breaking the sound barrier. Boom! Just like burst the fucking, just bur- bursting apart wildlife. Just like getting away and shit. Just like <laughs> two days ride, like Pony Express, eat your fucking heart out. Like, right? Random thought. Anyway, <laughs> yo. Speaking of, because <clears throat> you know that they how they have this wonderful play Hamilton, right? About Alexander Hamilton. I heard they made the black version. I ain't seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's the black version. I was in the it's dope. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, the play is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. It teaches you a lot of history. It teaches because, you know, he was part of the American Revolution. And it's like back then, and a lot of shit took place in, like, New York, New Jersey. I think people don't realize how much history went down between, like, New York and New Jersey, Connecticut, Yo. Long Island, all that shit. Yo, like, I be telling niggas, like, it's so much coagulated energy and raw talent in this place. <sighs> like, me being Ramapolinopi and Passing a Claudia and Penobscot, Seneca on the mixed. You know what I mean? I'm all fucking like a little smorgasbord of fucking indigenous codex, but this mm. whole place is a lot of motherfuckers have been here. Like a lot of talent has derived. And look at your celebrities. Mm. Like, like viewed as demigods now for the most part of vast. Right, right, right. Past and present. Where are these niggas from? They ain't from Sheboygan. They ain't from goddamn Tallahassee, you know what I mean? Like perhaps I ain't mm-hmm. knocking on no fucking particular demographic, but it's a, it's 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 a lesson to be learned in that statement, bro. It's like mm-hmm. and they, and they branch out and go west and shit, and it's like right, right. You remember um, Ms. Sophia Stewart, the mother of the Matrix? She was talking about the portals that are in this area, and when she wrote the vortexes, the, right? When she wrote the Matrix and the Terminator. Um, she, you know, she was tapping into those vortexes. Another true story I got for you. You know, I'm just, I got true stories. I got a vort, uh, a fucking vortex true story for you right now. So it was back. I was around 18 years old. I was going to school in Virginia. I went to Hampton and we were down in Hampton city, my homeboy and I, and you know, I was on my mind shit, so I had been meditating, and, you know, my mind was just expanding in a certain way. This was back in, like, 2001, maybe 2002, around this time, but more likely 2001. Mm-hmm. So my homeboy and I, you know, I learned a lot from him, too. That's my homeboy, Kashawn Vito. He can attest to this story, too, if he still remembers it. And we were downtown Hampton. <clears throat> and, okay, so do you know, like, when you look at... If you look at the blue sky on certain days, you'll see kind of this stuff that's moving around, right? It's like white stuff in the air, things that are like blinking in and out. You know, you know what I'm talking about? And you can see it on any given day pretty much. So we were looking at I was explaining this to him. I said, okay, now look. I had him look at the sky. Because it's not really in the sky. It's just kind of like right in front of you. I don't know where it is, you know? But we're looking at it. And they say, okay, now I can see it. Because once you bring someone's attention to it, then you can see it. He says, okay, I see it. Then I say, okay, now look over there. I'm pointing in this direction. And you see this thing. It's like a vortex. And he says, and, and I, I can see this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm used to looking at this. And he kind of tunes in and says, oh, okay. It's like a vortex. He says, oh, shit, it's a vortex. And yo, true story. Said it. He said it. So he's seeing what I'm seeing now. I didn't describe the shit to him. I just let him see it. You know what I'm saying? I just let you know what I'm saying? Like Co-sign. let him Co-sign. Yeah. observation. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. You got the word. So yeah. then right below that shit, there is a building that is called Vortex B. Cannot make this shit. We didn't see that till afterwards. He peeped that. So he said, Oh shit, look at that building. The building was called Vortex. Uh. 
You know, now what are the chances that there will be a vortex above a building named Vortex? This is just two 18-year-olds, 18, 19-year-olds 18, observing some shit and learning about the world around them. You know, we were kids back then. We were damn near children back then. You know what I'm saying, man? And so, so when Sophia Stewart, when she was talking to us and she was talking about how there are vortexes all around the city, that's not something to take lightly all around this area. You know, we were looking at the, the magnetic anomalies and where were they focused in this area, brother? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They were focused in New Jersey. They weren't focused here when, when you and I were looking at the magnetic anomalies, there was a lot of stuff kind of in New York, but there was some uh -huh. weird shit going on in New Jersey. And even if you can't see them, like, as a testimony, like, when I went out to Arizona the first time, and I was living out there by the military base, I ain't eat or have a desire to consume a fucking thing for, like, eight, nine days straight, nigga. I ain't even drink water. I was drinking, I was sipping it right now. Hmm. I was out there fucking black pants, Black wife beater, black hoodie working in the fucking sun. No sweat, no nothing. Elevation like 5,500 feet, 90 degrees, okay. 95 feet. It's beautiful, but the fucking energy vortexes are so pronounced. It's like, they're like, nigga, I'm charged. Like, I woke up, like, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? And, nigga, I had no desire to smoke or none of that shit. I was like, yeah. <clears throat> like, Fuck, man, I had to force myself to fucking eat, like, day nine. You could ask my man Mike and shit, like, when I went out there, like, that nigga, we need to get you some food. I was like, I don't have a taste for nothing. Just like, swear to God, but it's like, I called my bands, because I was also a longshoreman mm -hmm. at the time, and he came back, he was from the, in the port, he came out from, from Jersey to see me in uh, Las Vegas, not Las Vegas, uh, in Arizona. Mm -hmm. He was First thing he said, I went to his hotel. He was on a balcony. The Vortexes, man. He a brother, too. Long dreads and shit. Wide awake. He, he a twin. He was like, the Vortexes, man. I said, see? I ain't not to say shit to you. He said, bro, I have. I just feel so charged. I feel so fucking charged. I'm like, yeah, bro. Right? Like, it's a whole different coming off the jersey where everything is. The energy is just so cool. Yes. Yes. So bro. Talk it's about like, that shit. Yo, it's like a whole different vibration, man. When you get out, you go to uh, uh, even like California. Yeah. Just, you just feel different. I remember one time when I was out of my mind. The first time I went to LA to go see my boy George and shit. Not boy George. I got a dude named George. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he a musician. He a musician. A so we went out and this nigga was in his dress. <laughs> Nah, 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 He's dressing nah, Doc nah. Martens. No, nah, I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. <laughs> that shit. Now, this nigga gave me some, some tabs and shit. And I was like, oh, all right. So I'm walking around LA with him and shit. And it's like a vortex. Is like, even Los Angeles, like Santa Monica Boulevard. I was like, yo, the energy here is like, 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 it's like, vibe, the vibe, it's just coming out of the fuck. It's just like, like, feeds you. Yes, brother. Like, it just, like, at, like, West Coast. I don't know what the fuck is up with the ground, the magnetism. But yes. this shit just like jumping through. I took these tabs, nigga. I'm walking. He's like, I'm starving, bro. I walk past this wall. It's on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's a fucking 7-Eleven. And they got like a big ass clock painted on the shit. But it was like the clock, like Dr. Manhattan's like shit was like pieces mm. like, coming at you and shit. This shit mm -hmm. was going crazy. I said, I just like, I was fucked up looking. I was like, wow. I was just like in awe. 
I ordered a, we got to a truck. <laughs> I ordered a burrito. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck I got it, but I was I ordered this shit inside out. The whole burrito was fucking. He said, "Just take it how she make it, bro. Just take it how she make it." That's how she kept. I said, he kept saying, "Sound like you don't like cilantro?" Like he was like, and he was hot too. This nigga eyes, this nigga just like. <laughs> I was for you too much. I'm just trying to eat. I don't know how I did to get it outside. Like all the ingredients was outside. The right, right. What the fuck did my family like? Like, how did I do that? Like, and I'm like, what the fuck did I? I'm sitting there fucking my fingers and shit out of my mind, just staring at the goddamn clock. But long story short, at the end of the night, the moon was so fucking full. I had a moment. I forgot I had my voice on with the audio recorder. Shit, I'm talking to myself. That shit, I, bro, I was tripping for like eight hours, brother. Two mm. niggas jumped out the motherfucking moon, and it was like a, a 200-foot Harry Potter poster on the wall of the other building at the time. <laughs> this nigga was just like on a, on a broomstick, just like looking at me crazy. And I was tripping on the fucking poster, but like, I, I, someone was talking to me out the moon, and it's like two big-ass silhouettes just walked out mm. the silhouette, the whole I was like, oh my god, they walked, they just like came down to me and shit. And I was on top of the car roof, just like crying and shit. Like, <laughs> like bucking out, but it was so beautiful. Because mm-hmm. like the vortexes and shit, like you could see, like when like ah. But more people don't experience that because they're too succumbed to the fucking plot deployed, bro. Like, Yo. Across the living situation. Imagine if we had a blackout, bro. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know how many people would evolve if there were a blackout? Look at what 2020 did. As bad as it was, I feel so much good came out of 2020. So many people woke up. I mean, a lot, so many black businesses began, you know? So many people went to brick and mortar in 2020. Said, fuck it, we're going to open a bit. Dude, I can't tell you how many brothers and sisters, as I was just bopping around, because, you know, I was out and about every fucking day during the so-called mm-hmm. lockdown. You don't know how many people I saw opening up businesses, signing leases to their businesses and opening them up. You know, like, nah, this shit didn't get us down at all. And, and people who are more like us understand that or overstand that and compre- comprehend that. They know that 2020 wasn't a year to get us down. If you listen to the news and you pay attention to that shit, then maybe you think everything is tragedy. But there are so many people who are just focused on their grind and growth and spirituality and and taking advantage of these energies that we're moving into right now. We're creating our reality at this point. And there there are people who are waking up. And I think we're going to see a lot more of it. But like you said, if there was a blackout, we would definitely see a lot more of that. You would see fucking superhumans running about like, no CCTV, baby. Right. No, don't charge, let me run fucking free. When they could be like levitating and shit like, bow, they go breaking the sound by a butt-ass naked. Right, nobody gonna believe you. Peace. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, no phone to record a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> like who would you tell? Who will you tell? You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? Yeah, you levitating. Like, you ain't telling nobody. Oh uh, yeah, all the all the bums in Manhattan and shit start having <laughs> telekinesis and shit left field. Like, ah, titties and ass, titties and ass. Like women flying in the air, getting caught on. <laughs> like imaginary trampolines and shit. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Just skirts blowing up. Like. Ah. <laughs> 
That's a petty use of power. Let's hunt politicians. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not just let's smite them. Like, <laughs> lift them out of their bedrooms at night. <laughs> yeah, but now I want to show them. I want to divulge their VHS atrocities. That way, motherfuckers ain't looking at these niggas like martyrs. Oh, yeah. that All of that has to be factored into it. Say that again to make sure that it gets recorded properly on the on that permanent record. Say that again, please, brother. No, you know they think it's got a permanent record of our permanent records. Brother. But not them. I'm saying for the people, not for the people, not the, for the Ew, people. For, for people. the people. For well, our I just, people. I just, wait, what the fuck did I say there? You said something about the VHSs. Oh, I just wish, wait, what? The, the, My the, mind's like scattered. So many the crooked politicians and their VHSs want to have make sure that before they're smited. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They not. We gotta fucking divulge their atrocities. Mm. Like even that, like in that like that like that TV show I was in. Mm-hmm. Old, boy, old boy had the vault of VHSs and shit. The, the, at the end and shit, he had everybody in their motherfucking mother. Uh huh. Like right, right. Like, engaging in their perversions. Yeah, one nigga in there biting his nephew's like skin. Right, like yeah. eating his like, nephew. Fuck, nigga, like ripping his shit raw. Like ah. Like how did you, how did you get like, to that state? Yeah, yeah like <laughs> word, but like that was your perversion. You had this nigga tied down, like videotaping him. Like it was like a fucking situation. Like, mm-hmm. and then he had the nigga on the phone. Like, what are you gonna tell tell the world that I eat my nephew's ass? Like, what the? Right, fuck? like he said, like what? <laughs> yeah, he said that shit in the script. I said, oh, they coming out. <laughs> but that's type of shit niggas about to kill stuff for. Like, you gotta put that shit out there. That way, motherfuckers start rolling down steps like we in Aztec of old. <laughs> right. They ain't look at like martyrs. Like, yeah, right. I told you. You know what I'm saying? These headless motherfuckers rolling down long flights of stairs. Like, he deserved it. And I have the yeah. proof. <laughs> you know what I just imagined about here? You know those dunk yeah. tanks? You know those fucking dunk tanks and shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, did you get it? Not. Like, I just imagine one of those in the shape of a fucking hypodermic needle that you can see in. And Dr. Fauci and all these motherfuckers. That co-signed on that shit, that fucked the world up, that was plotting and tried to do this. All we put all their little bodies in this fucking hypodermic shit filled up with water, and we just close the cap. <laughs> with, a needle, with, a, with a needle sticking out, with a needle sticking out, or even even spicy. We could use a hydraulic a hydraulic press with a with a with a fucking uh, a tube the size of a fucking fence pole as the hypodermic needle. And when the hydraulic press push the water and their bodies together, it all squeezes out like a soft gush. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, eyeballs pop out and shit. Like something no, has nigga, to just... everything. I'm going everything that gets smashed. Nigga, like something has to displace through that little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said a diameter of a fucking fence post. I want to see that. Like, oh, oh, I'm going first. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't no stopping physics, buddy. <laughs> Someone has to be first, Anthony. Be like, I want to play a game. (laughs) (laughs) Have your your ass in the back. I'll fuck fuck with them a week prior in their own personal lives. Like, I break into their houses and put duct tape on all the toilet paper. 
and be like, have a little fucking jig, uh, jigsaw, a little fucking bicycle shit. <laughs> a little tricycle. <laughs> yeah, with a toilet paper with all you got to wipe your ass and duct tape. Nah, nigga. You be like, what's happening? Like, make it look like his house haunted and shit. Like, I feel like a targeted like, individual. Like, How's it feel? <laughs> you feel on the other foot, motherfucker. <laughs> you about to die in three days, dude. You don't even know. <laughs> Fuck the world up. We got you, though. Yeah, we got you. Yo, oh, wait. Can, can I, um... Can I uh, just acknowledge the synchronicity here, man? You see how we're wearing the same top? <laughs> this shit was not planned. Niggas did not coordinate before this show. <laughs> I just like, hey, John, you wearing your black tank top tonight? All right. <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't have any wives to beat, you see. <laughs> There's no stains upon this shirt, no ketchup stains, or old English, or whatever the hell. Right, right. You people call it the tank top, right? Not the wife beater. Told <laughs> <laughs> to stop looking at Nick Starker to me. Like, well, that man's got a complex. Leave him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> This is some weird shit. People act real weird. I'm starting to notice things, bro. Like, oh yeah, I went out the other night. I don't never go out. My brother know all these like millionaires and shit, whatever have you. So, mm -hmm. hanging out with these individuals, and whatnot, in this fucking underground location. It was cool as shit. It was a fucking nice little situation. And uh, you know, it's like like different energy, vibrations of people, bro. Where you just sit back and observe. You mm -hmm. It's real dynamic, bro. Like, like just the witness shit. Like, how easy it is to manipulate people. If you like, like, if you wanted to be that in that person, right? People are, like lined up speaking spells with the fucking string and the fat arrow. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, wait, you gotta bring it back for the young bucks. The fucking speaking. <laughs> They they might just they might just that shit might have just gone over their head. You just put a whole bunch of words together that might not make sense to some listeners right now. You said uh, yeah, like a lot of people. Like I was hanging out with these fucking like one of the chicks was like a fucking celebrity or some shit. She had a song. Well, I don't even know. Oblivious, not my demographic. Her, her friend down there, whatever. They chopping it up with me and be hella receptive. I'm just like, let me try something. Let me just use my Scorpio powers and see what happens. I don't fuck people. And but you start to realize that people are like wind up speaking spells with the fat arrow, bro. Just pull that fucking string. You can solicit whatever reaction you want. It's, it's like Robert Greene's fucking like reading Robert Greene's fucking books. Oh, the Forty Eight Laws of Power yeah, and all that. So like having like, like Johnny Five and shit. <laughs> so let me pause for a minute. Back in the 80s, we had a toy called the speaking spell where you would pull the string and the arrow would go around in a circle and it would land on something. I don't know. What type of shit was it? Was it animals? What was it? Bro, can you pull it up? You got a picture of the speaking spell? Was it? Let me see. I can pull it up for us. You remember Teddy Ruxpin with the fat, with the double oh, batteries and the cassette in his belly? I remember Teddy Rush. Were they double A or were they C batteries? It was C batteries. Me and Ty had this discussion last night. I said they're fucking D's. <laughs> I said, well, fuck C batteries. They weren't D's. They weren't double A's. I don't think they were D's. They definitely weren't double A batteries. It was like fucking four C batteries, six C batteries. It was but four or six. 
Teddy Ruxpin, yeah. Teddy Ruxpin, Teddy Ruxpin wasn't like Chucky. Chucky was scary. Chucky was some shit. Because they had a little doll that was like Chucky, but it wasn't. It was my buddy, right? Uh-huh. That was like, you know, the, that motherfucker was scary, though. My buddy, I ain't fuck with my buddy. I ain't like that thing. You know who, who would have shot that shit down? You remember mm-hmm. the 80s? Remember, remember Doll Man? Oh, Doll <laughs> Remember Doll Man? Doll Man. Yo, yes. That nigga never ran out of ammo. No, he got the earth and was just fucking shit up. Like, he could do what we could do as normal sized humans, but he was the size of a Barbie. Like, that nigga was not to be fucked with. With a a trench coat. A post apocalyptic trench coat. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was just a playground for him. Did he get pussy? Did he get earth pussy? I think he got in somebody's bitch walls and was like sticking doing that. <laughs> yeah, <tearing> that shit up. <laughs> bouncing off the wall just like <laughs> somebody punching a clip and shit. Just bang, 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 bang. Like it's like side of a basketball to him. Sure, these were freaky in the 80s. Rock and roll tricks. Ah, like, oh, just get in there, doll man. <laughs> get in there, doll man. <laughs> doll man, that motherfucker. Take your shoes off. They even shoot motherfuckers from a distance, right? Yo, but them shits look like howitzer tank shells hit your fucking chest. That's what I'm saying. When they hit it was like, that little ass couldn't do that. Motherfuckers getting blown back by this little pin doll nigga with a trench coat. Yeah, you just brought me back to a a fucking uh, scene from Steven Seagal when this nigga was like chasing somebody, like a shootout. And this nigga was on the back porch, one of the henchmen, in a, in a Nike tracksuit. <laughs> and fuck, it was like one of the Italian Guido mobsters. Oh. And this nigga took, took the shotgun and like blew this nigga leg off. Like, pow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, why I just popped in my head but when you said that. Seagal movies were foul, man, because he was always breaking someone's arm backwards. That shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, his arm gone, like, done. Like, you're never using it again. <laughs> You know what's fucking crazy though? Was like that? he had a show where he was like a, a sheriff in like a Louisiana parish, mm-hmm. and this nigga like was dead ass. Like he went to the range and shit. This nigga was straight up shooting Q-tip, the cotton off of Q-tips, bro. Like the, just the cotton. Steven Seagal said, "Oh, nigga, you got ammunition and free time. Not yeah. fair." He's Not a real. Fair. He's a real sheriff or sheriff's deputy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a real in the parish in Louisiana. She has her own TV show and shit. Yeah, like no bullshit. He's a cop. But I was gonna man, I passed that fucking test too. Ninety nine point seven. Yeah. I ain't even fucking try. Niggas out here panicking, buying fucking test books and shit. I had like nine different departments and shit coming and get my ass. Fucking VA fucked that up. That's what I'm story for another day. I say so. Yeah, I wanted to tell you too that the speaking spell. It's not what we think it is. What is it, the devil? It may be. Tell me more. But the, the speaking spell is something with buttons that I guess it speaks to you when you spell it out. The speak, what we're talking about is another device where you pull the string and the arrow. That arrow, the fat fucking arrow. That, was that arrow that lands on animals and stuff. Like I think they had zoo animals and farm animals. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I don't know what it's called, man. That's well, not that's what the fuckers are like nowadays. Right. Point being. Mm-hmm. 
that's what these niggas are like, speaking spells or whatever the fuck. We're going to call it the speaking spell. Yo, you know who else, man? I had awesome movies. Rutger Hauer. He had some good movies. He was always in some post-apocalyptic or yeah. dystopian shit. Like, I feel like Rutger was trying to tell us something. I think I had one horror movie, bro. It was like in the future. But he was a cop or something. <laughs> chasing this motherfucking monster. And this shit was like eight feet tall. But it was so strong. This shit would like run through walls. And it ran through like a metal wall. And this nigga touched the wall. I was like, it was hot. It was like acid or something or it was hot? Oh, nigga, it was just hot from the friction. And this nigga moving through the bitch. I say, yo, what kind of creature is this? Rucker, how was the new shit? It was like, and every 80s movie, they all had a scene. Was some kind of water, and the light was overlit, and they had to step in some water, some shit. Some right. Kind of it always, right. every 80s movie. Every Cinematic 80s. shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard the hero was supposed to walk through water. <laughs> like, I'm serious. That's what my little cousin told me. In, like, literature, like, the hero walks through water. Like, really? That's why they always doing that? No, it's a fire book. Beowulf. Well, we don't got chips. Like nowadays, Niggas Beowulf. That was, a, that was a bad motherfucker right there. Tricked and lured by whores. Huh? Tricked and lured by whores. Mm. That was his mother was a monster. Right. Tricking all the kings and shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like a like a fishing lure, right? Like, uh, it looks like a woman, like, but then it snatches your ass up. That is not a woman. And then it gives you a fucking monstrosity of a fucking offspring. Some ogreish right. fucking ghoulish dog. Did you see? Did you see the uh, Beowulf that was made in like the early two thousands? With the fucking CGI shit. Yes. Yeah, from talking about when a nigga stuck, he had his arm dangling. That nigga took that knife. Push that shit in that motherfucker's heart. Like, ah, I was like, yeah, get that. Get that sauce. Yo, but did you see, like, the way they made the monster? I can't remember his name now. The first The Grendel? Monster. The Grendel? Grendel! Yeah. <laughs> the music just... <laughs> Niggas went there partying, like, yeah! <laughs> and the music, as loud as the music got, it drove Grendel crazy. <laughs> Say ogreish, ogreish <laughs> ass offspring, like embarrassing, like oh. right. And he came in, and he just started fucking the niggas up, like throwing them at the wall. Like, like oh shit, like you do not want to be at that party. They, they just sitting there drinking their mead, having a good old time. You know what I'm saying? Ah. Oh. Fucking wenches, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, right? Wenches everywhere. Eating room temperature boar leg, like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just, yo, it's just real flat, random, random, bro. Let me bird walk for a bit of like. Go ahead. I remember this one 19-fucking 30s, had to be 30s, video. It was like a dude, a Robin Hoodish kind of film, but this nigga invited him. Another guy into his house. I guess he was like, they was dressed like, you know, Robin Hood, that's kind of clothes. Shit, this nigga went up in the cabinet. He said, milk. He said, no. 
he fucking offered this nigga. He said, he said, he said, meat. He said, no. This nigga fucking went up in the cabinet and grabbed the meat. Just, just went the cabinet. Just in the fucking cabinet grabbing the meat and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, you gonna eat that? How long was that in there? Like, I'm it cold as hell outside. It's <laughs> yeah, be cold as hell outside where you at, nigga. Like, hell. You know? Anyway, random start. Right, because you can go, I can go on a whole tangent right off of that shit right there. I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Save that shit. Huh? What we got in this fucking animaniac world going on right now? Right, like, that's what's really going on right now. Um, Because we we were talking about the gun grab. One thing I want to bring back to people's attention is that this... The, the, these shootings, you know, because we called it at the beginning of this administration. We said that there was the three things, a few things to look out for. More terrorism, more wars and rumors of wars, but also more mass shootings. And I thoroughly believe that if Congress doesn't pass this assault weapons ban, that we're going to see more shootings of children. I hope I'm wrong, but... I think because people need to be compelled to give up their rights. Why not have more people in a position to defend themselves? What are you going to keep a fucking law enforcement officer in your pocket like the GTA cheat code? They just descend gracefully out the fucking sky. Right, right. Let's live in the world of logic for a moment. Talk about it. Trust a motherfucker to drive a car. You trust a motherfucker to conduct himself accordingly as a as a as a common sense fucking citizen. Give him a goddamn firearm if they ask for one. Don't clip their wings. You got motherfuckers out here far better competent marksmen than fucking law enforcement officers. I've seen it myself firsthand. Fact. Out, out shooting cops in fucking indoor ranges. You coming in here with SWAT body armor like? Right, bro. Like, and I'm your groupings are the size of a fucking basketball at 25 fucking yards, nigga. Let's try a fist. Like, mm-hmm. what department are you with? What agency, nigga? I'm Marines, bro. Like, I'm sitting here with headphones in my head. Like, my groupings are better than that. Like crazy, <laughs> like like keyhole shit, like keyhole, bro. Like, I'm playing with 12 gauge shotgun, one ounce slugs, niggas. Like, you gotta slow down, like all fucking like. 12 gauge, mm. fucking tight, tight in the goddamn, like, swear to God, like, mm. paper, paper blowing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yo, where'd your sound just go? Yo, wait. You just got silent. Oh, hold on. Yeah, so. Your sound on the actual radio just went sound. What the fuck? Wait, what'd you just say? Oh, this shit is delayed like a motherfucker. Wait, are you? <laughs> Yo, this shit is crazy. 
Yo, can you hear me? You got to turn on your mic. Yo, look what the fucking IG is talking about right now. You got to turn on your mic, bro. What is that? The, the IG is still talking about Beowulf. Interesting. Interesting. Are we time travelers or have they not caught up to our dialogue? Are they? I'm trying, dude. It, it can't be okay because it can't be that far behind because, um, okay, like IG is supposed to be live, right? So mm-hmm. how could it possibly be like five minutes behind our actual conversation? Because when I turned up the volume on my IG to hear you because you mm-hmm. had you had dropped out on this line, yeah. It just canceled Wi-Fi do gypsy shit for me. Yeah, that shit was talking about Beowulf. Ripping niggas that's apart. Old that's old that's story. That's what I'm saying. That's like that's not that wasn't that recently. Cameron, I'm worried. <laughs> it's fuckery afoot. It is fuckery always a foot around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so what what are we saying? We're talking about this um we're talking about the gun grab now, right? And so what we were saying was that the mass shooting shooting is that you got to watch out because I believe they're going to start coming after more children. And right. And you said what happened to people having the competency to have the firearms to protect themselves against these Mm -hmm. mass shooters. Listen, I was, go ahead. No, no, no. After you, sir. Man, I, I was um, looking at some Operation Gladio stuff. That's something we haven't talked about in a while. Operation Gladio. But one interesting thing that came up, there was a good article, good Gladio article. One thing that came up in the article was that when it was, I'll see if I can find it too, but when, when Gladio was, because the thing, with Operation Gladio, folks don't know those were the stay behind troops, the NATO stay behind troops. They're the private army, uh, excuse me, the uh, what do you call it, the secret army or the ghost army? Sleeper cells, right? Sleeper cells, basically, in every NATO nation. That's the thirteen or sixteen NATO nations all throughout the Cold War, <clears throat> and they were a largely fascist, former fascists. Because they were supposed to be a force against uh, encroaching communist invasion. The Gladio Army was funded by and is funded today by the drug and the weapons trade. The illegal. And the, and and the child the, sex trafficking. And the child sex trafficking, right? So all those black markets are going into the black budget to fund these stay behind armies. <clears throat> but. The Gladio armies are also, they're, they're politicized, they're politically motivated. So this is the part that's kind of trippy because, <clears throat> you know, you and I talk about Gladio being like Hydra. And, it, you know, okay, so there's an article. This is, um, let me see if I can find, it's in this together, the delusioned blogger. It's called Operation Gladio, Hard Evidence of Government-Sponsored False Flag Terrorism. This guy, I read, yeah, I read through this article, and 
you know, I I shared it even on my page because I read through it and clearly this guy did his homework. You know, he touched on a lot of shit that I knew about and he touched on things that I didn't know about, okay? <clears throat> so it's by a guy named Ayane, okay? May 12, 2018. And just to, just to go into it briefly, he says Operation Gladio was formally revealed in 1990 by the Italian Prime Minister, okay? <clears throat> so this is no bullshit. This is the Italian Prime Minister. Giulio Andriotti, in an official statement to the Italian Parliament, by then, Gladio had already been exposed in the courts and elsewhere, but Andriotti's official revelations were widely, expo widely exposed the unpalatable reality. Italian investigations into the years of lead, so that's a thing in Italy, years of lead, revealed NATO's hand in a series of terrorist atrocities that had taken place in Italy throughout the 1950s to the 1980s. These included bombings, assassinations, kidnappings, and mass shootings by terrorist organizations. There is no doubt that elements within the NATO deep state were routinely using false flag terrorism to control what? To control the narrative, basically. So one well, now, now they, they have viruses now, Calvin. Right. So this is the thing, right? Because when you start to learn more about the Operation Gladio operatives, they're not just, you know, they're not just dummies, just henchmen carrying out orders. They are philosophically driven individuals, okay? They're single-minded in their philosophy and their approach to it. So you had, because th there's, um, like they were saying, there were bombings, there were shootings, there were all kind of stuff uh, to basically sway public opinion. And there were certain individuals, like whether they were police chiefs, investigators, whatever it is, that when these situations came about, they knew exactly what to say in order to spread that public opinion. They were also propagandists, okay? So there's a whole, it's like Hydra. Go ahead, bro. What do you mean, like General Panna? <clears throat> yes, right. Ooh. Oh, damn. Did I just walk in? Did we just walk into that one? <laughs> <laughs> landmines, landmines. Right? Perna's like, what did they say? What did those bastards just say? Oh, Are they accusing me of something I might be a part of? Sitting in this chair just squirming like, you know, OnlyFans. Keep <laughs> tapping the screen. Ah, like, <laughs> you're a goddamn general. Like. <laughs> what do you know, Mr. Mona Lisa? Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, go ahead. Like, wait, wait, wait. Well, what? Wait, what, back that up. Back the last thing you said up. My brain just did that thing. I was saying that they were they were propagandist as well. They were single minded. Yeah, ladies. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because like these motherfuckers are driven with that tunnel vision that Jason Bourne. Like these are controlled assets. These are fucking. They're not just henchmen. They're not just fucking. Niggas taking hats off and throwing razors like fucking bomb. These motherfuckers out here dressed like you, spraying down yep. handles and subways with fucking viruses and shit. Like, right. Spraying phone booths and shit like that. Like, I'm telling right. you, bro. Like, ah. Look at this. This, this is more of the article. In 1963, that command was taken by General Lyman Lemnitzer. 
He remains unique as the only U.S. general to have served as Army Chief of Staff, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and Supreme Allied Commander for NATO. It was five star. That's five star. When you get to that Supreme Allied, that's when you go past five, four stars. Right. It, it was Lemnitzer who approved Operation Northwoods proposal to use false flag attacks to provoke a U.S. military confrontation with Cuba. Whether he was a key figure in moving Gladio from a defensive to offensive operation isn't entirely clear. NATO have repeatedly denied freedom of information requests on the subject. However, his belief in the value of a false flag terrorism and the timing of his appointment is notable. You know where is that I do? Articulate these and categorize events that these uh, should be pulled. This is fucking fuck that fucking ceremony, fucking dance. This is fucking treason, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's still finding this shit out. This is like oh, this is like people finding out. Well, you got hamburger meat, just human. Like well, y'all niggas still got these stores open, right? Because they taste good. <laughs> Can't fuck out the church's money. Yeah. It's like, like, like what people are docile. It's like we're past the fucking point. It's like Soylent Green out here with Charlton Heston. Remember that movie? Yeah. He was eating the fucking nutrition pellets. Turned out to be motherfuckers that did that. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out to be humans. And just like in the motherfucking uh, uh, Snowpiercer movie on the train. Right. That black glob and shit. Right. Like, oh, 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 what is this, honey? <laughs> Niggas is fighting for them nutrition bricks and shit. Like, yep. mm-hmm. but that's, uh, it's just, yep. Madness. So, People are not fighting for this shit, bro. Like, yeah, you know, we talking about it, but like, right. So, so there was, um, so this is the whole situation, um, this guy, Vincenzo Vinciguera, <clears throat> who is a member of... I know it. I think he's Italian. Vincenzo Vinciguera, who is a member of the neo-Nazi paramilitary group Ordine Nuovo, New Order. The bomb expert Marco Morin, who falsified the explosive evidence in 1972, was also a member okay, of the same organization. So this is what I'm saying, where they would have people in the right positions where when the situation comes up, the bomb expert, the bomb expert is like, oh, yeah, this was the terrorist organization. Totally discounting the fact that the materials in the C4 that was used were found in a in a Gladio stash, weapons cache. Mm-hmm. Okay? Completely discounting that and saying, oh, yeah, it's this terrorist organization, right? So I this guy... Get it. Oh yeah, because they they're given this stuff. They're equipped with this stuff. As 79. 79. Look at the Mujahideen. They were well, with, the sting, with the stinger missiles and shit, man. Thank you. And proxy Mujahideen, wars. And I'm so glad you said that because the Mujahideen is another example of gladio soldiers. It's the same fucking thing. That and they had that Muslim extremism card just ready to pull it. You know what I'm saying? That thing, they let it simmer for a good 20 years before really putting it into play like that. And once it came time to see the Soviets in Afghanistan, they put those people into into action. The database, a.k.a. Al-Qaeda, okay? It's just a database of motherfuckers. Put them into action. 
and became the Muslim extremists. Okay, but they were cooking that they were cooking that cake in in uh, in sure. Turkey for a long time. Okay, the the madrasas they didn't start in Saudi Arabia. That whole philosophy began in Turkey because that was one of that's the major stronghold of the of Gladio, and they were using the babas, the gangsters, to do it. Okay. <clears throat> I was in so, Turkey for like two years, for two, not two years, uh, mm-hmm. after I left Iraq under those circumstances. I stayed in a hotel in Turkey airport. It's a Turkish uh, hotel in the airport mm-hmm. for two days. I stayed that motherfucker. I passed out sleep after what the fuck I went through, bro. I told you about mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah, you told me about that shit. Yeah, but like, Turkey, I never got out. I, I ain't walk around. I ain't go outside and shit. Cause I was just like, I should have, though. Go back for that. Cause I'd like to see that. Like, you know, go to those bathhouses with those mosaics and shit like that. Just see right. And just to see what we see on the street. You know what I mean? As far as like fucking, uh, what would you call archaeologists? I guess you could say, or fucking watching people, people watching and shit. You know what I mean? You be sitting up at the office and shit. This motherfucker's yeah. walk past and whatever. Like, oh yeah, this is with the Ramapo and the. Just say like coincidence shit. Oh, like just, yeah, right, right. Right yeah. when we were sitting there chilling, right? Mm, that that's, crazy the vine, that's divine time. It ain't nothing but divine time because they told us an essential piece of history and geography as we were sitting there. That's the falafel and shit. Like. Eating a fucking falafel. Yeah. <laughs> check, check this out, yo, because this is more... This is from Vincent Vincent Guerra described the purpose of the false flags attack. So he got arrested. He got arrested. He did the bomb attacks or whatever in Italy, 1972, right? Uh So this goes back to what I was saying, how Italy, they disclosed Operation Gladio in 1990. The, The Italian prime minister disclosed this shit. He exposed it in 1990. So it's not any theory. This is what the fuck is going on, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So Vince Guerra described the purpose of the false flag attacks. You had to, to attack civilians, the people, women, children, innocent people, unknown people far removed from any political game. Listen to how this motherfucker speaks, okay? The reason was quite simple. They were supposed to force these people, the Italian public, to turn to the state to ask for greater security. This was precisely the role of the right in Italy. It placed itself at the service of the state, which created a strategy aptly called the quote-unquote strategy of tension. All right? In so insofar as they had to get ordinary people to accept that any moment over a period of 30 years... From 1960 to the mid-80s, a state of emergency could be declared. Sound familiar? War on terror? Okay, pay attention. Peep the parallels, all right? Over for 30 years, from 1960 to the mid-80s, a state of emergency could be declared. So people would willingly trade part of their freedom for the security of being able to walk the streets, go on trains, or enter a bank... This is the political logic behind all the bombings. They remain unpunished because the state cannot condemn itself. This is what this motherfucker said. This is the strategy of tension. It, to me, it sounds just like the war on terror. You know what sounds similar to this type of fucking agenda-ish dialogue? What's that, brother? The protocols of Zion. Seem very parallel in the world that we live in 
this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yup. Talked about that plenty of times. Yup. Similar type of thing. And I look that up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look that up for yourselves. And I think you're right. And what, Cameron? What? So we're talking about now these false flag shootings. You know, I was looking up. Um, I know we didn't talk about it last night. I mean, last week, really. Uh huh. The false flag shootings. The the one in Colorado. This guy, whatever his name was, he actually felt like he was being stalked and watched by people. He was paranoid. I got something that might champion us in our favor, but not us. On World Affairs Brief, Iowa governor signs bill into law letting residents buy and carry guns without permits. Constitutional carry. This is Sunday, fucking April 4th. Individuals will still have to follow federal law and go through an instant background check to buy from licensed sellers each time they purchase a gun. Wait, he let niggas carry that shit out. Like, yo, constitutional carry. That's exactly what that is right there. You have a lot more states. Can you pull up for me, brother? How many states, which states, and how many states have constitutional carry right now? Congratulations, Iowa. Oh man. man, we ain't so, heard about no white soundproof vans kidnapping black kids up lately, have we? No, we haven't, and that's that's alarming because it might be going on without us really realizing it. Uh-huh. Um, see the constitutional carry that basically so thirteen, fifteen states, uh, thirty-one states do not require or even permit to what. Oh, yeah. 2019. I want some new shit. Come on, give it to me. Constitutional carry 2021. What the fuck is it? Uh, send this link to you. I'm trying to send this thing. It's got like a honeycomb setup. We got legal Arizona, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Kentucky, Wisconsin. Uh, what's West Virginia, fucking Michigan, Pennsylvania, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Alaska, Idaho, Wyoming, North Dakota. The fuck is this sorcery? It's not giving me actual facts. It's all, it's a fluff piece. I'm backing out of this page. So anyway. basically, with the constitu- with the constitutional carry. That, from what I understand, that means if you got it, you can carry it. Period. No questions asked. Oh, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Missouri. Yeah, same ones I just fucking mentioned. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we need more states moving in that direction. And I would say that we need to pay attention to those states as well because you know they might try to bastardize that movement that constitutional carry movement we were supposed to have constitutional carry from how many years ago from at least the beginning of the trump administration and we never got it they talked that spicy shit to get you moist in the pants they talked it but they didn't carry through with it 
Because imagine a state like New York with constitutional carry. Oh my gosh. It'd be we'd be so polite. Bro, you know what though? I seen niggas in like I be going on jobs jobs and shit like up in like Yonkers. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say where I'll be going, but I seen niggas like carry, like open carry to like, oh. Really? Up there? Yeah, Yonkers nigga. Like I ain't gonna watch niggas be at work like I feel like, hmm. I don't know how they do in their little borough situation, but nonetheless, it was fucking interesting to see. See, so, so right. 19 on the hip. I said, ooh. See, so those are the type of places where, one, it's outside of the city, so the rules are a little different, but chances mm-hmm. are they probably got, you know, oh, my, my sister's a cop or some shit like that, or, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My cousin works for this and that. So, because to get to get uh the nepotistic hookup right that's what it is at least in new york city like you got to know somebody you got to be either you have to be former law enforcement or have a family member who is former law enforcement or a judge who can basically vouch for you to get your definitely not your concealed carry your concealed carry or your carry license in in new york city like you can have your shit in your apartment or or your resident excuse me your residence or your place of business depending if you can have a certain amount of cash coming in let's say every yeah day. Your I own like a bodega. right i'll give to you golden if you own a bodega man you're golden you can definitely carry some shit ain't that some shit mm-hmm. and you could probably get something to transport that cash back home or to the bank you know what I'm saying? Oh, because mm-hmm. think about how much they put, what, $20,000 in 24 hours? These motherfuckers, $20,000, $30,000 in 24 hours cash? What? Thousands yeah. of motherfuckers, foot traffic, chips, snacks, quarter waters. That shit add up. That guy with the chopped cheese, whatever the fuck you niggas over there eat. You know what I'm saying? The chopped cheese, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like... Nigga, we need to open a corner store, bro. We're going to open a bunch of shit when I get right. Tell me you what. Uh, it's coming, bro. You know what we need to do? Me and you, on a wake-up radio, needs to start a GoFundMe for motherfuckers that are serious about investing in some land. Mm. Let's talk about it. Let's put fucking some features. Let's start a GoFundMe, and let's put some stake in this shit. The more mm. you put in, more stake you get. And you see where the fucking funds going. Ain't no funny shit. Let's get some fucking land, and we can start our own little nucleus. Mm. But you yep. gotta be that. You gotta be somewhere down southwest or some shit. Cause I ain't gonna see. Yo, it's got. Listen, it's gotta be some place that's warm and that's pro Second Amendment. Arizona's nice out here, but uh, you can't bring yeah. your liberals <clears throat> in the back. Your liberal ideologies, like those Californian fucks going to Austin, Texas, changing right. the whole mix of things. Right. In Georgia and Virginia and Nevada, they've been spreading. You know, California is oversaturated yeah, at this point. Motherfuckers just moving out, bringing that same liberal bullshit all to all these other places. You don't need a gun. Why? Like, get shut the fuck up. You ain't even right. in Los Angeles. Vote him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do, bro. We get let's start a GoFundMe. We tired of hearing the fucking qualms of the world. Mm-hmm. Let's all put our money together and let's get some property. And that shit is cheap an acre. 
You get a couple of thousand dollars on a GoFundMe and shit. All right, I put in a hundred dollars. All right, so what? We all fucking throwing our shit. If it gets crazy, we can have our own little community. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty soon, it's going to come a point where your ass is going to be itching like a fucking dope fiend to get out that goddamn city. It's going to be too fucking late. I'm be like, I told you, you should have bought a fucking motorhome. You should have right. brought a little trail of the tow behind the fucking truck or whatever and had a means of contingency of comfort. But niggas going to be stuck in the 11th hour. Me, you know what? It's funny because one of my homeboys years ago, he had another brethren who was wherever the fuck he was at. I don't know where his man was at, but his man was someplace and he told him that at some point the city would be locked down. And he was like, Cam, if I call you and tell you it's time to go, it's time to go. Because <laughs> at that point, after that point, shit will be locked down and they won't be going anywhere. You know what, bro? Real quick, I, like one of my niggas that I, I was in the Marines with, like we was recruited off of, uh, uh, out of New York. What I was on 125th of Harlem and shit. That's why I recruited with the Marines. But I met him. You know what I mean? In the late entry program and shit. So we went to that. Coincidentally, it worked out like we went to boot camp together. You know what I mean? No funny shit. Like, coincidentally, we ended up saying across from the same platoon and shit, Paris Island. Like, wild shit happened. Like, even went to Kaseya the duty station and shit. Over in Japan and shit. Oh shit, small world. I'm so sure. I was always tell this nigga, yo, stay prepared, be prepared. Even gave this nigga body armor and shit, bro. What a waste. This nigga told me last week he got the fucking vaccine. I said, ugh. This nigga Damn. showed me a picture. He showed me the shit. I said, word noted. Forge that shit. Give me a fucking fake one. I'm like, fuck that. You know what I'm like, saying? How could you, bro? How could you? Like, I feel like fucking grud. I hit him with the, how dare you? <laughs> that shit. I did. I hit him. I was like, how dare you? I was mad for real. Like, nigga. I'm hearing so many people getting it and for the dumbest reasons too. Oh, because I want to be able to travel. You know, I'm just tired. I don't want to have to go through this and that. Like people who don't even believe in that shit, getting their thing and getting their vax. And it's just, oh my God, this shit is heartbreaking because listen, y'all are literally the human study. Like if you didn't, if you don't know, there aren't any long-term human studies on it. Like, y'all are the long-term human study. Ten years from now, five, ten years from now, we're really going to know what's what. With these, niggas, these niggas going to look like the Twilight Zone fucking from the 50s and shit with the fuck pudgy face motherfuckers. With, with, the, with the pig face? Yeah, all these niggas that got these like This shit's going to start, start drooping like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah. You remember that episode, right? When the, the I think it was the lady got the plastic surgery and she was, you know, horrified at how her face looked. It looked like us. Then you see everyone else, they had the pig face. Like, oh, she's horrible. That's all fine. That's how niggas going to be, bro. They're going to be fucking themselves. Everybody going to be identified. Oh, we don't breed with those. Niggas going right. to be out here looking like the fucking hen- the hunchback from Spartan. 300. Oh, right, exactly. I, I want a uniform and girls. 
I'd like oh. to procreate. Like, eh. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll then see. I know about that partner. Yeah, we'll see who volunteers. We'll get you a uniform, though. He'll <laughs> you know, so get you a uniform. Stand up on that rock and just <laughs> don't touch anything. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, dude, it's going to be so hard to get Poom Poom out here, too, man. Like, that, that's that's going to be a question. Like, did you get the vaccine? Did you get the shot? Because who <laughs> wants to breathe with that? Like, that ass, like, keep it yo, 100. Now you're going to have to have, like, the Jew flag, like the Jew on the chest with the star David, the yellow star David. Like, you're going to have vaxxed. You're going to have, no, no. You're going to have a little swirly little logo that they're going to have on one door. On restaurants now. Did oh, you, see you saw that shit. A little new world. What the new world order shit? It was like a little, like a little fucking, uh, mm-hmm. like it's certified. Right. Like, nigga, that's what you're going to be. You're going to get that shit barcoded or whatever. I'm telling you, baby Diego is on his way. I'm telling you. Watch. <laughs> if y'all don't know the reference, he's, my man's talking about uh, the movie Children of Men. Baby Diego was like 18 and he was the youngest human on earth. <laughs> you know? Yo, we don't know, like, we don't know what effect is gonna, cause I'm read, yo, I've read, you don't know, brother, like, I've read so many different reports and I've been quiet about it, but so many people have died. Young people have died from this thing. So many people, I, I'm hearing now ba- pe- people losing babies. Shortly after getting this thing, like there's just there's not enough information, and they're rolling it out, and and they're really pitching it to black people across the world, especially in this country. Like, why do y'all want us to get it so bad? Niggas got cartoons, hip hop cartoons and shit. That shit, man. The fucking running. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, nigga. Was that them that did that? That was Run DMC. Hurts your heart, right? These niggas just sold all the way out. <sighs> Motherfucking mortgage must be due. You know what I'm saying? You saw the one, I guess it was some... Were you talking about the NAACP lady? Lady, Say, I don't care what's in it. I don't care. I'm not going to look at the ingredients. I'm just going to get the shot in my arm. I'm not... like. This is what she said out of her mouth. She ain't even going to look at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh. What the fuck was that? What happened? The shit cut oh, off. It just cut off. Okay, okay. okay. You still hear me fine on the eyes? Yeah. yeah, it just got louder. Huh? Yeah, it just got louder, but I hear you. When we turn it down? Hmm. Nah, you good. Let me drop this shit. Good. Just everything just had to adjust to that. How's it now? You sound good. You sound fine. All right. Hey, Chris. Um, I'm going to play this thing in a second, though, because this is our friend Bill Cooper. Oh, rest in power, good sir. You won. You did win. Won. Yeah, because he, he did this from 19... in the 1990s, okay? Before Clinton was actually elected. It's just a snippet. This is take away that man's freedom. You've also taken away your own. You just give it a moment because this is the ad for tonight. And I did a you know voiceover, Bill Cooper talking some shit. 
that I think people should listen to. Oh, they should most wholeheartedly. George's award is the Bill of Rights. We've already lost the Fourth Amendment in this war. That's true. And we're going to lose everything else. You watch on, it amazes me. People watch on Saturday night. Cops, top cops, tough cops, 911, all of these stories that are glorifying the police state and they're falling right into the manipulation as they watch police with no search warrant, with no court order, break down people's doors, tear out their walls, rip open their mattresses. America's watching this. And the stupid idiots, yes, you, you, stupid idiots, you sit there and watch it, not realizing that when you take away that man's freedom, you've also taken away your own. Yeah, that was Bill Cooper. That was from like '93. That's the cul de sac mindset I be talking about. Fuck me, feed me, entertain me, and leave me the fuck alone until it comes to your door. Exactly. American mindset. Exactly. And that's why this is, you know, Rise of the Gestapo Part 2, because. You folks have to realize where we're at in 2021. We've been talking about, we have, like I said, there's an episode called Rise of the Gestapo already, as if we, we thought that might be enough to wake motherfuckers up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but here we are again, and we're just deeper into this tyranny right now. The, you know, this go ahead. Go no. ahead. Go ahead. I'm just like exhausted with these individuals. Like they just keep encroaching. Like, ha, they haven't killed us yet. Yeah, yeah, let's take right. more. Like, what the fuck is the hold up? Where are our generals of common sense and logic? Mm-hmm. Secretary right. of Defense. Right. Don't you see what's happening? This is a fucking psyop. Right. This whole thing is a psyop. There's, um, Oh yeah, the the domestic special operations. You know, what do you call it? Health and Human Services, HHS, are one of the organizations that got all this weaponry. And uh, most folks don't realize the implications of all of that, bro. Remember when the billions of rounds? Thank you. Part of the, our Department of Energy and Health and Human Services need guns. Why do they need hollow points and fucking Daniel Defense M4s and whatever have you? Like, health and so, human we're realizing now. Thank you. So let's just revisit that a little, right? This is because this is from Open the Books. Key findings, fiscal year 2006 to fiscal year 2014. 67 non-military federal agencies spent $1.4 billion on guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment. Two, of that total amount, traditional law enforcement agencies spent 77%, while administrative or general agencies spent 23%. That's $335.1 million. Three, Non-military federal spending on guns and ammunition jumped 104% from $55 million in 2006 to $112 million in 2011. Four, nearly 6%, $42 million, of all federal guns and ammunition purchase transactions were wrongly coded. Some purchases were actually for ping pong balls, gym equipment, bread, 
copiers, cotton balls, or cable television, including a line item from the Coast Guard entered as, quote-unquote, cable dude. We talked about this entering the wrong code. Like, what's the chances you're buying uh, magazines and body armor and you code it as ping-pong balls? Okay, I could tell you a testimony of actual person. Um, so when I was in the Marines, I was in charge of uh, weapons repair and whatnot. I don't give a fuck if it was a goddamn 80 millimeter or 120 millimeter mortar system or a fucking nine millimeter fucking Beretta pistol. You had to order parts. Everything has an NSN, a national stock number. And on these forms, you have aerosol. They're called aerosol forms. You would write out, it's like an order sheet. All like numbers and like fucking, it's just civilians would be like, what the fuck is this? And it's got carbon copies and shit. And you send it off and you get to fucking S fucking S4 for supply and you get your shit and they'll come to you, whatever the fuck case may be. But like you can fucking I've heard stories of like and I well I can't show that actually that's that's secret shit. Um even my, when I was in school, it was like, yo, cause I was gonna show you the manual and shit. I actually got the manual like like staring at me, but I just realized that's a fucking that would be a violation. Um Niggas telling me stories of motherfuckers trying to order weapons parts or order locomotive engines. Like, nigga, how you order a whole train engine? Like, what? Mm. Like, assem- like, assemblies of parts and shit. Like, like a fucking block of an engine just shows up. You got to explain that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And shit just, it could, that shit could matter off of one fucking digit off of that, and that's in a national stock number. It's like, that's actual, that's an actual thing through GSA. Right. So when they were doing these orders, nearly 6% um, were wrongly coded, were ping pong balls or cotton balls showing up, boxes of them, or were they receiving what they really wanted, but labeling it as Mm -hmm. other stuff? Because this doesn't seem like they weren't getting what they ordered. Mm -hmm. There's a whole different the whole different situation, which means there's some kind of fraudulent shit going on that people should probably know about. Because why would you have to hide your ammo purchases? Fraud, waste, and abuse, audits, GSA, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. how much fucking shit goes missing, bro? Like, you know how much waste? Like, and even like in Afghanistan, the shit niggas leave behind. Like, like you can look at stories of fucking niggas coming back from Vietnam just dumping aircraft right. of fucking ships. Like, oh my god, no. Right. Auction it, bitch. Like right. what, what fraud waste logic is that? What bean counter said yes to that shit. That's a whole other I think we may have time to go into that. Hold that thought, because we're gonna come back to that one right there. What bean counter? Because we could talk about those fucking bean counters. We got to do trace it, trace the money. Who was the comptroller? That's mm-hmm. what the title is called. A comptroller. Motherfucker bean counters, man. Mm-hmm. What's allotted? What's the fifth for the fifth? Every October, nigga, if you don't get that budget this year, you ain't going to uh-huh. get that budget or more last year. Look at the roads in your, around your fucking municipalities. Ever you see those fucking signs? $22 million. What the fuck? Right. Hold on one second. Keep talking. Like, it makes no justificative sense. Justification of sense. I said, I made up a word. 
But end of the day, these motherfuckers explain it as if they don't use funds for that fiscal year, they won't get it allotted for them for the next. That's it. Right, exactly. So they have to spend that money. They they have to justify it by showing that they they, they basically they need more (laughs) every year. Yeah, that's how your roads are. Every time you see them signs of construction, that's exactly what the fuck it is. And you see in Japan a motherfucking sinkhole that be covered in two days like it never happened type shit. These motherfuckers are drag ass and shit all day long, all night long. Like, whole sinkhole. <sighs> type of, this is fucking ethic and fucking justification of competence and resources, bro. Like, people are fucking wasteful as fucking. Like, and that's on American taxpayer. That's why you're always going to be at work. That's why you don't have time to, like, Europeans to be like, I am going for holiday. Right, I'm going on a six-week holiday. Like, month holiday? Like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we get it paid for. Niggas hostile here, hostile there, fucking on a train, meeting people, having adventures. Nigga, you got a job? Yes, I will have a job when I come back. My flat will be there. My cat right. Like, like they're unbelievable, you know? Yeah. Your ass over here getting ran in the fucking ground like a fucking... Patsy. Yep, because even people in the states, even when they have the money to go on vacation, they can't take time off of work. Like you said, some because some motherfucker might be sitting in your office chair when you get back. Mm-hmm. I had a week later. Shit happened to me in the Marines. Motherfucker took my whole award. I was like, oh, nigga, you wasn't even there for none of this. How do they co-sign a lot of diving? <laughs> I'll be having vigilant about your situation. That's a true story. Nigga, rob me from a NAM. Made the competition medal. Cold as ice. Long story short, I see the hill there. Like, you're fucking, but we all, it's a, it's a fucking, you know, you can say that wet monkey th- this, uh, theory. Right. Everybody just going along and getting along. Like, we all pay these fucking taxes and shit. It's literally nothing that states that we have. Like, imagine that. We all just said no. IRS got their guns now. They got the now where they gonna come one by one, like the Brady Farm or the Brady Ranch yep. or the Bindi yep. Ranch and shit. Are we gonna have that unit cohesion that they had out west? I highly doubt it. Yep, exactly. And so let let me continue with this list because you, you keep hitting on a whole bunch of really valid points, right? So you talked about the IRS. Um, let me see. Number five. This is from again. Open the books, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about the uh, the militarization of the U.S. infrastructure. It's not just the police. It's you know administration, administrative agencies. Yeah, so, got guns now on the road, nigga. Pull over that greyhound. Like, nigga, the fuck is the TSA out here? Right. <laughs> right. Number five, administrative agencies including the Food and Drug Administration, Small Business Administration, Smithsonian Institution, Social Security Administration, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, United States Mint, Department of Education, Bureau of Engraving and Printing, National Institute of Standards and Technology, and many other agencies purchased guns, ammo, and military-style equipment. Okay. What does National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration need with guns and ammo? 
Well, they're the ones that do all the geospatial stuff. Ooh. And whatnot of different areas via satellites and terrain. They need guns to not be bothered with their endeavors. The, the geospatial? You mean like the ones that were compromised by the DC madam? No, we, 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 we perhaps, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if these particular, I'm talking about geospatial as far as like it's an actual thing. Like a, a science or like a oh yeah yes yeah, just spatial as a wait, wait tell me more about this this this, this honey plus <laughs> this the geospatial the G, was it the G G G S C G G S A whatever it is the no geospatial intelligence agency was okay. on the D C Madam's list oh mm, of oh, right. Like people were calling up and tricking uh, out of the geospatial intelligence agency. Yo, wait, whatever happened to those fucking Secret Service niggas that was in Colombia getting that got caught out there because they got they was too cheap to pay for the pussy? Right. Well, who was that? How long ago was that? Who was they with? Who was they guard? Obama. Oh yeah, that's wild. That was under Obama, and that that whole thing. Because I had heard some theories thrown around because that meeting, that was like a meeting of the Caribbean or something like that. One thing that came out from that is the the rest of the Caribbean was basically embracing Cuba at that point. And so because of that fucking uh, Secret Service scandal, that became, that went to the back burner in American news. Everyone was talking about that and not the fact that the rest of the Caribbean was embracing Cuba. Yeah, they don't want no type of unit cohesion. Nope. Ever whatsoever. Like, the fact that no one's been caught, like, it takes a meme to see that, you know what I mean? (laughs) Over. And the only power that you can do is to fucking repost it and share it. What world? Right. Like, to be like tossed up. Like, imagine the motherfuckers from the gangs of New York with them fucking Abraham Lincoln hats. Right. With machetes and, and vests with, the, with, the, with their white collared shirts and shit. You know what I'm <laughs> like, just let these niggas loose on Wall Street. Open a time portal and just let them loose on Wall Street right now. That'd be a hilarious ass skit for us. Like, Mm-hmm. Like these niggas have them, bro. What happened? Time portal opened up. Niggas got hacked to fucking death. Right. Like in their offices. None of them got fingerprints. They ain't from here. Right. Like who were they? <laughs> Why'd they talk like that? Word, bro. Got one eye with a glassy eye and shit talking about cold cuts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We we talked about that shit, right? The butcher of Bowery Street or whatever he was. Yeah, man. I remember back in the day, I was hearing that he was serving human meat. Nigga, they ain't stop. Look at McDonald's. Why we start this show? <laughs> Talk about that shit. Talk about that shit. <laughs> Nigga, still eating it. Nigga said, ain't enough cows in this. In this, in this. In the country, Ugh. feed, you know what I mean? Say so they got 20, 30 fucking million cows ready to slaughter a year. 
you get about fifteen hundred pounds of cow meat from one cow. You do that math. That still ain't enough to feed what McDonald's is doing in a fucking year. And then you got all the other competition. I was like, damn, right. I ain't that. Like, every other right. Like how many cows? Yeah, they said that's not. There's not enough cows in the country to to feed the meat that McDonald dishes out on paper. And then I was like, if that's the case, where the fuck is everybody else? You got delis and fucking and every diners. Every you got the mom and pops. You got the babies. That they brought. They mentioned Arby's too. They was like, yo. I was like, got enough of McDonald's. Arby's got roast beef. Like, where you know, where's that coming from? Got the meats. Yo, have you ever eaten Arby's? I've never eaten that shit in my life. Have you ever had them? That shit white people like. Yeah, I can't even imagine eating that shit on purpose. Niggas will pull over quicker. Trucks out like, I'm hungry. I'm starving. I'm like, nigga, we just passed mad good shit. Like, pull over. Right, uh, I guess I'm not eating at this one. Lamb Jim at the gas station. You can mash potatoes or something. Nothing stick. I don't fuck with Boston Market neither. Nah, I don't fuck with Boston Market. I don't fuck with most of that shit. I fuck with Jamaican food though, heavy. Oh yeah, you know I love Jamaican food. And Arabs don't play that shit either. Arabs? Nah. What you mean Jamaican food? Like like that nasty fucking human human guts and. Oh, yeah, no, nah, they don't really play that shit. They might feed that shit to us, but they don't play that shit for themselves. That's, why you, call... eat. Hmm? That's why you gotta eat what they eat. Look at them Chinese oh, people. Yeah, right. You go in a restaurant, them niggas eating a bowl of water. Look <laughs> at a bowl of warm water and rice. Some other shit that you ain't never seen on the menu Some before. Fresh right. fish with greens, <laughs> with fresh steamed greens across a, a porcelain plate. <laughs> Right there, sit down. While you in your order, get up and shit. Just like make mm-hmm. your stop, put it in a fucking styrofoam, and off you go. Right. Yo, I asked him too. I saw that shit one time. I said, "Hey, how do I get that?" I said, "I want that right there." He said, ha, ha, "Not for you." <laughs> you told me that shit. Hey, not for you. Yeah, not for you. <laughs> That's our food. Damn. That that was his way of saying we don't serve that shit here for you. We don't serve that here. That's yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. That's that Chinese Exclusion Act energy from 1888. Right. Like, remember, you fuck us hard. Right. right. They think I'm black. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to see like all the underground tunnels. Like, I just want to have like a fucking like geospatial topography radar scan of Manhattan, San Francisco, like. LA, like just to see, and then like look at it, like scan down like a 3D fucking how, like see how the tunnels just like fucking mm-hmm. just like fucking serpentine through the fucking earth, man. Like, bitch, see some shit because, and that's why they keep that, that, uh, that type of technology so close to the chest, too, because you would start to uncover a lot of shit. Remember, we talked about it, right? You could see. 110 stories down into the ground with that type of shit. 110 stories, brother. There ain't no hiding from that shit. There's no way. People think I'm just going to have a bunker. Like, okay. They're going to see you in the bunker. I'm a lace mine with lead, motherfucker. 
<laughs> like, oh, what's that? What's that? Clear black block on the ground. They ain't that shit that we can't see through. <laughs> they gonna be inquisitive as shit. Right. Well, let's send a bunker buster down there just in case. But we gotta fucking have a, a GoFundMe where we really start funding a land purchase for motherfuckers that's with the shits. Mm-hmm. Like, let's really fucking entertain that. Like, see where we go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's fucking look for land in the Southwest where it's conducive to mind your fucking business. Right. Like, what about that? What happened to those days? Motherfuckers just mind their business and don't mind your business. Oh. They got that energy out in Arizona. I know that for sure, first hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I realized, dude? I, I realized that we're kind of like those time travelers that we always talk about. You know, like you born, know born, born, born in the wrong era. We are born in the wrong era. Nah, my shit freeze up on your IG? Yeah. It froze oh, yeah. up? Your back, it's a little choppy, but yeah, it's freezing up. Oh, I'll figure it out. Let it rock. Yeah, like we are born in the wrong time period, bro. This yeah. shit fucking entertain us. The shit that everybody just eats up on the horizon of their minds. Like we want more. We deserve more. Right, exactly. Like you said, we thank you. We deserve more. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, all of us do. Mm-hmm. And people have to be willing to speak up and stand up in whatever way that they can. Don't just go along with this shit. Like, y'all are not gonna like the country that we have in just a few years. Just a few years. Mm. Y'all niggas about to look at V. Go watch the movie V again. Yup. Yeah, with the fucking goddamn virus, man. Look at the TV show Utopia. Apparently, I found out they had a meme of that shit. Mm-hmm. On the TV, I'm like, fuck it was Matthew McConaughey. I don't watch one of them motherfuckers who was. Uh, it was um What's his name? Cusack. John Cusack. John fucking Cusack. Uh-huh. Yeah, talking that Bill Gates spice. Talking about fucking, yeah, we're not trying to kill anybody. We're just trying to stop the population from growing from from reproducing for three generations. Yep. He said that for vaccine, you asked for it. They're demanding it. The people are demanding it. Can you find that audio? Fuck. Can you find that audio? I'm not doing that to our show, brother. Oh, yeah. That's you know what happens when we got Why I think I live in a world like logic. Right, right. No, because it's such a good idea. Like site references. No, motherfucker. You. No. Stay at home stenographer. Right, like no, no, no. We'll be doing that. Like, but that's the type of shit, man. Like, they, they, they predict all oh, the young niggas is gonna be the fucking zombies from I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. Forty mile an hour, fucking thinking zombies that sleep. Right. They sleep in a huddle. <laughs> a hockey party, like somebody laying on the floor or something, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they were so fucking hyper and amped, they couldn't even like body stop. Like niggas just go on go like a thousand. We sleeping, standing up like <laughs> horrifying shit, nigga. What horrifying? Like y'all turned into super zombies. 
Super proud of this. Clinton said it. She said it. Right. She, she did say it. she called that shit. Definitely pushing this fucking shot shit in the urban populations and shit. You gotta get a song about it. Right. Did you see the old I Am Legend? I don't even think it was called. It might have been called Omega Man. It was Omega Man. They had the hoods and shit. They were kind of <laughs> their soul. <laughs> the lead one was a brother. Yeah, they were. Like, we will get you. Like, right. That mm-hmm. second one with that fucking CGI. Oh, like that right, shit. right. You got poor bleach in the ground to track your massive scent. That's a thinking man's gang. A lot of you niggas can't change a car tire. Y'all done up. Right. Forget we are. That's why I'm white niggas where I live at. Ain't gonna come to my house off a zombie muscle memory. (laughs) Right, right. This nigga got food. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on. Cindy said, read what I sent to your WhatsApp. Um, I can't, we can't, I can't access WhatsApp right now, Cindy. Can't you crawl in here like like Zordon from the fucking Power Rangers and part the sea? <laughs> Yo, Cindy, come in, come in and uh and read it. Red Dreads, like, come on, Red Dreads, little fucking. She's like the little, the girl from Wendy's, but the black version from the islands. Right. <laughs> she's from the islands. From the islands. <laughs> serving up oxtails, no bun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, either that or send it to my um my DM and I'll read it. I'm about to go take a piece, Captain. Pardon me. Yeah. So oh. I'm gonna read this next one while you're in there doing that. You read it loud and clear so I can hear you from the urination station. All right, I'm, I'm gonna read it loud and clear so you can hear me from the urination station. Now I hold on my bladder. I'll push my infusion. You're just gonna drink more. That's what's up. Um, number six. Since 2004, Department of Homeland Security purchased 1.7 billion bullets, including 453 million hollow point bullets as of 1-1-2014. DHS estimated its bullet inventory reserve at 22 months or 160 million rounds. 453 million hollow point bullets. That's more than one hollow point for every American. More than one. And one hollow point is enough to do some damage. Between 1998 and 2008, the most comprehensive data available, the number of law enforcement officers employed by federal agencies increased nearly 50% from 83,000 in 98 to 120,000 in 2008. However, Department of Justice officer court increased from 40,000 in 2008 to 69,000 in 2013. And Department of Homeland Security officer count increased from 55,000 in 2008 to 70,000 in 2013. Okay, okay, because I'm looking like what I sent you. Lord have mercy. I don't know if the people can hear me. Yeah, everyone can hear you. Oh, they um they can't hear you on IG though, but if they're listening on on the wake up radio.com, they can hear you perfectly, which they should be. Um there, no, there was a Rolling Stone uh article. It's called The Granddaddy of American Conspiracy Conspiracy Theorists. 
right? It's just a part I wanted to read. It was mm -hmm. about Bill Co Bill Cooper. Okay. Given an old time. Right. It says Cooper's most famous prediction was made during the June 28, 2001 broadcast of the Hour of the Time. How funny is that? A little past his 50th birthday and drinking heavily, Cooper was doing his program from a studio he built in the den of his house at 96 North Clearview Circle, mm. atop a hill in the small white mountains town of Eager, Arizona, 15 miles from New Mexico line. Can you believe what you have been seeing on CNN today, ladies and gentlemen? Cooper asked the hour of the time audience that evening. Supposedly, a CNN reporter found Osama bin Laden, took a television camera crew with him, and mm -hmm. interviewed him and his top leadership lieutenants and his colonel and generals in their hideout. Now, don't you think that's kind of strange, folks? Cooper asks with his signature chuckle. Because the largest intelligence apparatus in the world with the biggest budget in the history of the world has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and can't find him. But some doofish jerk-off reporter with his little camera crew waltzes right into his secret hideout and interviews him. This meant one of two things Cooper told the audience. Either everyone in the intelligence community community and all the intelligence agency of the United States government are blittering idiots and incompetent fools, or they're lying to us. The fact was Cooper told the audience no one in the U.S. intelligence service was really looking for Osama bin Laden. They knew where he was. They had since the beginning of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, bin Laden, along with his entire family, was a wholly own subsidiary of the Central Intelligence Agency. They created him. They're the ones funding him. They supported him to make their new utopian worlds, and he has served them well. There were rumors floating around the mass media that bin Laden was planning attacks on the United States and Israel, but this was just a subterfuge. Sub subterfuge. Thank you, Cooper said. If Osama bin Laden is an enemy of Israel, don't you think the Mossad would have taken care of that a long time ago? Mm. Cooper asked. Something else was in the wing. There was no other reason for the government to allow CNN reporters but to further stamp bin Laden's bearded, pointy face upon the collective American mindset. Boogeyman of the moment. The Saudi prince was being readied for his close-up. I'm telling you to prepare for a major attack, Cooper declared. The target would be a large American city. Something terrible is going to happen in this country. And whatever's going to happen, they're going to blame it on Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. Don't you even believe it. Two and a half months later, on September 11, 2001, mm -hmm. after two commercial airlines flew into the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center in a cataclysm that killed 2,996 people, including 343 New York City Fire Department personnel, Cooper prediction came to pass. By the time Cooper got on the air that morning, the towers had already fallen. Several hours passed before the name Osama bin Laden surfaced on BBC feed. Cooper was monitoring the British station, which Cooper regarded as a 
more reliable than American Network, was doing an interview with a former Israeli Prime Minister General, Ud Barak, and Richard Pearl, chairman of George Washington George mm. W. Bush's Defense Policy Board Advisory Committee. Committee, widely known as the Prince of Darkness, in the part for his Reagan era support of Edward Teller's hundred billion strategic defense initiative known as Star Wars, Peril said the attacks on New York and Washington were clearly an attack of war. Mm-hmm. All our Western civilization is under attack, Barack put it. The interviewer asked Peril is if he thought the United States would be justified in firing cruise missiles at Kabul, the capital of Afghanistan. Peril, who along with the fellow neocons Dick Cheney, Paul mm-hmm. Wolfowitz, and mm-hmm. Donald Rumsfeld would soon push hard for the reinvasion of Iraq, answered in the affirmative. The Afghani authorities had allowed Osama bin Laden to operate in their territory. Peril said that alone was the reason enough for a military strike. Bin Laden was involved, no doubt about it. Yes, Barack agreed. There was every reason to believe Bin Laden was behind the attack. It was the coup. It was then Cooper interrupted the transmission, shouting, "How do they know who did it? If the United States government had no warning, like they say, they didn't know who was going to mount these attacks. There are no survivors from the people in these planes. How do they know Osama bin Laden is behind it? So yet again, Cooper was right. Events were transpiring exactly as he researched had indicated Osama bin Laden, the Saudi's mama's boy prince, was about to be officially blamed for the most spectacular foreign attack on America since Pearl Harbor. Not that Cooper was gloating, but his latest success prediction, what had happened in New York City, thousands dead, their bodies crushed beneath tons of twisted rubble, a toxic cloud rising up over the metropolis, was just the beginning of a new torrent of death. On the radio feed, Pearl and Barack were discussing logistics. Afghanistan would be a target, possibly Iraq as well. How can they determine that they should bomb Afghanistan? Cooper shouted with alarm. Who are we going to be bombing? The terrorists or the innocent people of Kabul? Cooper made another prediction. Folk, Folks, I can assure you that in 72 hours from now, we will be at war. We will be bombing two of the major three countries because that's how it works. When governments are attacked, they lash out. Thousands of people who had nothing whatsoever to do with what is happening at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon are going to die. Nothing will be the same after today, Cooper said grimly. Get ready for it, folks, because at that, it's what you're going to be hearing in the next weeks. And months on your radio, your television, nothing will be the same at this day. Because I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that what the people who really did this want you to think, that nothing, nothing will be the same after today. And know that they're right. They're telling the truth about that. Within weeks, the Congress will pass draconian legislation mm. aimed at restricting the rights of American citizens. You're going to have surveillance cameras on every street corner. You think your phones are being tapped now? Just wait. Mm. That was it. Thank you. Thank you, Super Producer Cindy Ashby, for that. Yeah, I, if you all get a chance, you can actually listen to that broadcast on YouTube as well. Um, when when uh, Bill Cooper 
predicts the basically that Bin Laden will become the boogeyman. <coughs> they always need a fucking scapegoat. Yep. And and I just wanted to add to this too that so he gave that, you know, before 9-11, then he had a broadcaster show on 9-11 after the attacks. That was September. Bill Cooper was taken out in November of 2001. He was dead a, a month, not even two months after 9-11. That's how quickly they had to come after someone like Bill Cooper. You see what I mean? That's why I always say I'm here for comedic relief, limited liability camera. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure, brother. <laughs> We're not playing those games in 2021. I mean, like they got like they're, they're, they're taking everything. They're coming hilt head for the guns and shit. All these other these situations that they're trying to fucking enact sound out ridiculous as hell. Like, like, what's gonna be the serious catalyst, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you gonna stop fucking? What are you gonna like, like ban ammunition reloading equipment? What are you gonna ban? Fucking three uh, D printers. Don't give them ideas, brother. That's all I gotta say. No, all I'm saying is get your fucking orders in. Mm-hmm. Right, cash, can stimulus money, brother. You better buy something that's gonna make you a fucking king in a fucking uh, post apocalyptic setting. Uh huh. Nigga, he, he could he could do what? Right. Hey, last. Let me go see. Like, what, what you got? What you got to barter with? My family need to eat type of shit. You can fucking set yourself up with a fucking two hundred dollar ammunition reloaded kit. Like I'm saying burn that shit on YouTube in your house at your own fucking convenience and pace. And it's a skill set. You can make subsonic ammunition and shit by lowering the powder grain and the load. You know, like fucking after you fucking you can reload the same fucking round that you had. Take the primer out, polish the shit in a tumbler. Crimp, crimp the motherfucker, put a new head on, put a, put a certain amount of powder grain, you don't crack the sound barrier. Mm. Because the average 9 millimeter parabellum uh, projectile uh, shoots at, fuck with it, projectile shoots at 1,250 feet per second. It's 9 millimeter bullet, average 9 millimeter bullet. So that's cracking the sound barrier. You load that motherfucker, powder grain, and then you actually have a weapon that can shoot a projectile that will not crack the sound barrier, but the only compensation is you will lose a lot of your uh, trajectory. It will drop. So you got to get up on a motherfucker, like. Right, up close and personal. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Queefs in the wind. Queefs of death. <laughs> Check this out. So number eight, the internal rep. So going back to open the books, the uh, kind of the audit of the uh the government spending on the billions of rounds of ammunition right number eight the internal revenue service with its 2316 special agents spent nearly 11 million dollars on guns ammunition and military style equipment the irs they don't even have to well in this situation they didn't even have three thousand special agents but they spent eleven million on guns for those two thousand motherfuckers. Better pay attention when niggas start putting in orders for body armor like stormtroopers. You know what I'm saying? White, like they got shin pads and shin guards and 
Helmets are weird too. Like, look at the Marine Corps new masks. The new Marine Corps gas masks are like Darth Vader. Really? Yeah, I've been trying to get. I was getting. That was right when I was about to get out. I said, "Oh, what's that in that box?" That's what I got because I saw him. I said, oh. "I was at. I was at fucking Sift returning my gear." I said, "Holy shit, that's what we getting at the, the talk box on the side." <laughs> but your shit looked like Darth Vader with the tent. That shit fire. Google that shit. New Marine Corps gas mask. I, yeah, yeah, I think I'm seeing it. It's got the joint on the side. Yeah. <coughs> um, but they trying to disarm you, bro. Like everybody trying to be disarmed. Like people out here distracted, wasting resources for the time that's gonna come. And this is like they putting all this pre- predictive programming out here and all this fucking propaganda to wake you the fuck up. And niggas is still squandering their finite resources before the clock run out. Mm-hmm. The haves, the have-nots, man. We could talk about the situation in this world, but motherfucker, I'm going to keep hammering that shit home. Like, the more goofy shit happen every day, the more motherfuckers should be, like, convinced this shit is, like, serious. Like, there's, there's, there's truth in this. Like, right. Motherfuckers going crazy. Niggas out here going crazy and being disarmed in the same process. Being a movie that you don't know where the fuck you be at. Niggas out here just buck wild bucking off and shit. You trusting some fucking doughy ass cop that's afraid of a fucking six month a year fucking FBI white silhouette Q target. They can't even shoot that shit at 15 yards, nigga. Right. Give me that goddamn gun. Let me show you something. Like, for real, like, it's dangerous shit, bro. Like, you gonna have it on him, bro? Day one, wheel gun on the hip. This feels good. How you doing? Niggas open the doors for you. Got Desert Eagle on the hip. God damn it, Walmart. Sexy. Mm. Like, no questions asked. Everybody polite. Why not? Why not? Yup. And just even going off of that, so... Again, now this is back to HHS, okay? Because they did a whole section on health and human services. Now, mind you, this report came out, what, 2014, 15, okay? So, all of the, this is from the report, all of the traditional lines of agency demarcation seem blurred at HHS. Here are the questions left unanswered, even after their audit, right? What one, what agency received $6.8 million in HHS procurement? Did HHS keep the products? We asked for clarification of the $121.76 million in purchases and their background response came up 6.8 million short. Number two, why is ASH within HHS the agency of record for purchases up to $121.7 million in guns, ammunition, and military-style equipment, mostly for the Department of Defense and Special Operation Command, SOCOM. The ASH spokesperson told us that's a coding mistake occurred on at least $112 million in procurement. This hid the transaction from DOD expenditures and therefore scrutiny. Okay. Health and Human Services. Number three, 
Why is Domestic Regulatory Administrative Agency, HHS, spearheading procurement on behalf of the U.S. military? Why is HHS doing this? Again, between 06 and 2014. From fiscal year 2006 to 2014, ASH disclosed spending of $121.76 million on guns and ammunition. However, only $4.5 million was, sent, was spent on behalf of the FDA or HHS OIG. Goldbelt Wolf, a Native American contractor and relatively new to weapons procurement, was the primary vendor on a majority of these transactions. Here is the year-by-year -year chart of annual spending, and y'all can check that out for yourselves. But the last part of this that I just wanted to highlight, which we've talked about before, is since at least fiscal year 2006, HHS Office of Inspector General has purchased millions of dollars of sophisticated military-style weapons platform. HHS OIG has con contracted with some of the military's top training consultant firms to train their OIG special agents in the tactics of domestic special operations. Costs for these special training expenditures have exceeded $1.5 million. In 2014, HHS would neither confirm nor deny the existence of these armaments and special training programs in official Freedom of Information Act responses. That's that Jade Helm juice, bro. That's like... That's that, that's that aviation fast roping training. That's that fuck descending gracefully from fucking aviation assets. In the black of night type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, what? Talk to us, brother. You know what the fuck that is, bro? Like, and they disarming you now? Now and now they got the, they got the administration. They, well, they got the house, too, right? Mm -hmm. they, got, they got the Senate, I believe. You know what? I got a solution to this. All our problems, I say, and I'll say it again. If we can't get states to succeed... I mean, like, Texas tried it, but they got snuffed and froze the fuck out. Right. You know what I mean? They shut them down with that damn heart. But, like, we can't succeed? Okay, so let's have, the, the like, the census situation, bro. Like, the state comptroller. We vote on holds the state's taxes. And they don't just swoosh them away to the fucking feds. We fucking vote on what we want our fucking coin to be spent on. Mm -hmm. Slow the world down. Imagine that. Our tax dollars are being slowed down by a 30-day vote time limit and money that is being spent and finessed and funneled away from the taxpayers to black fucking projects and nefarious endeavors that are fucking damaging lives overseas in other countries through economic exploitation endeavors of natural resources mm. would be stopped. That shit have fucking slow as shit down like molasses because the money's not moving as fast as it used to. Niggas ain't getting their visa. Moons on the ground like, fuck this. I'm going to go do something else somewhere else. Y'all stop paying me. Where's the money at, nigga? You know what I mean? Niggas start to ask questions instead of just blindly fucking going like lemmings to throw their money away into a fucking pit that don't even fucking mm -hmm. see shit. Like, all right, let's we're gonna see this shit. Imagine like imagine like fucking just having our money fucking going to, from every county 
to the state cops, all, and then we have to vote on that shit. We can't get niggas knocking door to door. Okay, you're going to pay your taxes, then you're going to see where your tax dollars are going. And motherfuckers mm-hmm. just disappearing fucking 186 and fucking billions here and trillions here. Right. I'm bringing it up because you're talking about celebrity gossip shit. Like, let's, yep. stay, let's stay on course. Not holding them accountable. You remember what you know? We 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 used to talk about it on early in earlier episodes of this show where Craig B. Hewlett did some of the uh, he he disclosed some of the information about the remember the forty three trillion dollars that was basically money laundered out of the United States and the way that they would do it, the way that they did it. What and this was during the financial collapse and all that. Some of it was the tarp money. But essentially, they would create a financial institution on Monday, funnel like, you know, a few billion dollars through it, and then close down that financial institution, open up another one the next day, funnel some stuff through, then close it down the next day. And they did this over and over to the tune of $43 trillion of U.S. Um, US wealth, U.S. money, basically. To foreign bodies, private banks, all kind of shit. Central banks all over the world. You know what baffles me? With the, even with these bailouts, the last two. Mm-hmm. How little goes to the American people yet for-profit businesses and industries. We already have zero tax fucking... Or zero tax that they pay damn near like... You know, all these tax incentives they already have. How the fuck do they even reach? Well, we know why special interest groups and lobbyists. Mm-hmm. But how the fuck is it even allowed? Like, how a nigga's not, how a place is not a storm? How we ain't got fucking Apache helicopter pilots? Like, fuck this. Like, some Article 99 shit. Like, we're taking a building. Like, we got aviation assets now. Like, what the fuck? Like, where are our heroes? People are scared. People are scared. This is this is why Craig B. Hewlett was always he called his book the Hydra of Carnage. And the more I read this book, Thieves in the Temple, Andre Eglishan, the more I, I understand it is that. This this beast that we talk about fighting, it's it's multifaceted and it's so large. Like you chop off one head, and another one pops up somewhere else, and it's just overlapping redundancies just to make sure shit flows the way it's supposed to. Yes, my brother. Because they've been doing this a lot for thousands of years, surrounding themselves around the king's coin and and, and manifesting desired. Reactions to fucking governments and populations. They've gotten good at it. Mm-hmm. Them, they, those, those, there, they, those, hee-haw. He who walks behind the rules. He who walks in the subway with the atrophied arms. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, my thing on the name. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And... You know, like, because we keep we keep touching on kind of bouncing around these people with the money, you know, they 
it's in the interest of these central banks to you know to promote wars they they loan mm-hmm. different governments the money and then because that's what they're doing they're loaning money to the government so at, with interest <coughs> and the government is using that money to fund wars and you know different types of engagements and that you know, and that goes to what you were talking about earlier with how much is wasted like they don't care how much is wasted remember smedley butler said war is a racket you know they they were in in world war 1 they were buying how many leather saddles for cavalry and they didn't even use cavalry you know they were buying what the fuck did it what the hell is it called see the first hand my god i got angry at shit bro like look at that just how shit was done I remember when i was in iraq the body armor nigga nigga i was mm-hmm. i had my little pickup truck and shit, my little hilux i love toyota hiluxes that is the fucking vehicle of every fucking goddamn uh militiaman in the middle east Right. <laughs> surface to air machine guns and shit and shit like that motherfucker it's like they won't sell them over here the diesel toyota pickup trucks also sure i will be driving in baghdad and shit and like cropper around irish and i see like like mountains because we was by the burn pit like i was stationed by a burn pit um Right next to the bitch, like ain't no miles from it, nigga. I'm talking like, nigga, I could throw the soda can at that goddamn tower. That mm. shit, smell that shit every fucking day. I was at a place that wasn't supposed to be there, like on paper, like said, you know, it was cool shit. But like, the fucking waste. These niggas would have mountains of body armor to be burned. Like niggas would be just like, I right, done with the fucking tour. I'm going back. I'm leaving. Like motherfucker on the rotation. I was like, oh, where? You know what the fuck I did came back at night. Isn't that crazy? Because you remember, or you may not remember, on this side. Fucking mountain, Cameron. Mountains. I'm talking mountains of body armor, vests, bulletproof vests, nigga, just ready to be burned, just like waiting for the next. I'm like, just sitting there in the dirt, just like, like 13 feet high, nigga. On this side of the water, they were talking about how so many of our service members didn't have body armor in Iraq and Afghanistan. How they weren't be and how their families had to purchase it for them. Their families, yo, yo B, this, if you, I don't know if you knew that was part of the conversation. You probably heard that. What? Yeah. They were talking about how the family members, how family members had to purchase and uh, body armor for their sons and daughters to fight over there in Afghanistan. Oh shit! Move that shit over there. Follow my sleeping cat. <laughs> wow, shit just the IG just shut down. My phone just shut off. Ooh. That's because of the battery. Because of the battery. Mm. That, that, that waste was real, bro. Like, uh, you sit there, see that shit, but like, that's tax dollars. Like, if you could have, nigga, you go to the store, like, imagine if Americans didn't have to work that hard. Mm-hmm. Like, Talking hawk special interest groups and lobbyists away from the motherfucking house. Like, you want to keep gates out? Put gates up and shit. Keep these niggas the fuck away from the fucking ears. Stop trying to let motherfuckers swoon. Yo, 
show. Right. This, this, I don't know if you knew that was that conversation. You probably sound like you talking. They were talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see if I can save this in, uh, fucking live right now. Or their sons and daughters to fight over there. Because this shit is about to cut off on IG. Mm. All right, though, we still got this shit. Yo, damn, that's crazy. Like, how, I don't understand how they're over there burning body armor. Nigga, that shit was real as hell. I said, when I saw that shit for first time, I said, oh, word. Stand by, nigga. I came back, bro. Niggas knew me. Mm. That's the type of shit you take opportunities, man. Like, I always hate my like I laughed at Bitcoin. I remember when I was in the beat up. And I was in a talk and shit in Liberty. We was in looking at fucking, we was in this fucking command post. And I was with the Idaho National Guard at the time. They was in command of this shit. So I was like the civilians doing doing my thing in there. Mm-hmm. And they was like, come on, man, you want to get in on this fucking Bitcoin? It's like a new age. Uh, fucking, it was 2012, man. Oh, shit. I was like, electronic money. You lose the Word, I say, so someone like my pennies from me and my purse, my digital purse would be ruined. And I dismissed it. Everybody had a fucking chuckle. I ain't chuckling now. I look at that. Anytime somebody mentioned Bitcoin, 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 shut the fuck up. Ain't that some shit? Yo, trust me. Man. Shut the fuck up. I can't believe it, yo. At 30 something cents. Then my man hit me again. It's sixty something cents, sixty three cents. I'm just like, ah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I was dealing with life, nigga. Distracted by life, just like like a fucking ping pong ball of chaos. It's just ding 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 ding. Right. It's like a, at that time, I could have, I could have put some money. I could have invested. Like, I have just thousands of dollars, bro. Like. Giving my shit away like a dummy, like <laughs> like the fuck tighten up. But you know what I mean. That's life. Live and learn. Exactly. Well, I'm just come on. Here we are. Here we are, Cameron. Let me in. You're on the live. Yeah, yeah. Go in there live. Try to get in there now. I can't. Uh, what you mean? I can't get in because my phone died. Oh, so you shit off, off. Right. Well, okay, I'm going to shit off, dude. Wait, no, 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 no. Stay in there, because we got to try to save that shit. Hold on one second. No words. Yeah, hold on one second. What's happening? Oh, something's happening. <laughs> Who are these people trying to request me? You all do. You do. Do another you female. Mm, I don't you have know. no idea, brother. I'm over here trying to pull some shit right now. Wait, don't break the turd. Make sure <laughs> it's form. Form. One, one, two, I got a bike. I got a bike club and shit. Niggas be like, "Well, let me get back in live. Let me get back. Let me go with my live. Make my live." Wait, are you going? Wait, you 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 went out of the live? Yeah, that shit closed out. That shit's oh, it good morning. Oh, it's done. It's a wrap. No, I still say you live though, and I'm yeah. still grabbing body armor. That's weird. It's your old. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> Anywho, let me see. Let me see if I can play the game. Play. I ain't been on Instagram so fucking long. But using this URL shit, like, I ain't been able to download. They got a monopoly on the fucking apps. Like, if you forget the shit, like, oh, yeah, you're logged in from another phone. No, do you? Send your code from the other phone. I don't have the fucking phone number now. I don't have the phone. <laughs> Type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really, motherfuckers? It's three twenty-two right now. Is you guys want to hit us with that? Who is? Who did what? <laughs> no, I said it's three twenty-two right now. Ten minutes. We got to make a fuck. Uh, Eleven minutes. We got to make a wish. Oh, word. My neck hurts so fucking bad, bro. Telling you, man, it's like a fucking, like, you can imagine, like, if I had kids, you know how crazy that'd be? That raised kids in my chaos of life, man. All the crazy shit I've been in. Mm-mm. Where you at, Cam? Right here. Windy in my shit. Your phone ain't charged yet. Hold on, I got it. You lying. I got it now. Nah. No, no, it's not charged, but it's on now. I'm already on. Hold on. Commit to it. <laughs> you know what I'm getting? When I get my coin and shit, I'm giving me a Tesla. That's like a status symbol. Like, like don't question me. Like, kick off. Hmm. <laughs> My shit gonna be matte black with like gold trim, like or like a yeah, like a, a yeah, like gold or copper trim and shit. Peanut butter interior, a double stitch seat. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just requested. Yeah, I see you. There we go. The little Bluetooth. KBBL,那边。哦，对。你left，那个？No，I told you my phone died。Again？Yes，the phone dropped，and I didn't catch it until I dropped it。Fell out the charger。I'll tell you，bro。哈哈哈哈哈。Ended this year，we're gonna have a
That's the goofy <laughs> shit. Like, I was a hobo girly. Getting me some food. I just had to do a fuck a bunch of food. And I was like, you know what? I'd never go out. I'm always fucking in the house with these goddamn cats. Mm-hmm. Going to school and shit. I was like, let me get a hobo. I went, niggas ain't even off that shit. Like, I walked in the store, motherfuckers out here just like sitting there with the mask, eating the food and putting it back up. I said, look at these fucking sims. You the same nigga that drive by yourself in a car with your mask on. Shame on you. It's just ridiculous, yo. It's the world they manufactured. You can't take these people seriously. What you got in that book? You got something to cite? I see it. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. I'll just say this, right? Mm -hmm. Federal income tax. Why was a progressive? This is Thieves in the Temple by Andre Michael Eglishon. Rest in power. Says, why was a progressive income tax imposed on America? The answer is not not what most Americans instinctively believe, inductively believe. Most people believe that the federal income tax that we all have to pay has always been around and that we need the revenue to run the government. That is simply not true. The federal income tax has not always been around, and neither was it created as a means to run the government. The fact of the matter is that after the Federal Reserve Bill came became the law of the land the bankers had to trick americans into believing that taxes on your income fund the government and not their inflationary scheme of creating money out of nothing this motherfucker is a g there are all kinds of taxes in america state tax excise tax sales tax property tax inheritance tax but the bankers were creating the worst tax of all inflation The money trust knew that if the American people ever realized that the economic dynamics of having a private central bank like the Federal Reserve was creating a burdensome and perpetually expanding unseen tax to be borne by every American citizen, that both elected officials and the public would revolt. Therefore, Therefore, public ignorance was vital to the success of their scheme. This is the first reason for the tax. If the government eliminated the income tax and simply opted to run the nation on monetized debt, monetized bonds, or government-issued fiat currency, the people might just wake up and understand that the Federal Reserve was the burdensome debt machine that it really is. The second reason for the tax was provide the ruling class aristocracy and free market elitists a lethal weapon to, to be perpetually used against, against the middle class. And that's that shit. And that's what we're talking about with the IRS and all that. Mm-hmm. What last names, what suffixes in them last names that float around that coin coincide with a particular set of individuals that love to create, let's say, you know, malware and viralware and also, fucking hacking situations. I love to come over here and fucking have carte blanche to fucking do whatever they want. Let's say in states like, particularly Virginia. Mm, people like Jacob Schiff. Oh my God, Cameron, watch your mouth. Continue that. Like Jacob, Sh- <laughs> continue that. People like Jacob Schiff who helped to. 
fund the Bolshevik Revolution. Huh? The Bolshevik Revolution, again, from Thieves in the Temple, the Bolshevik Revolution, page 119. The Bolshevik Revolution in Russia was in reality a coup financed by Wall Street. The planning, leadership, and especially the financing came not from Russia, but from international financiers in Germany, Britain, and America. In a book called My Life by Leon Trotsky, the man himself reveals to us the Wall Street role in the recruitment and financing of revolutionaries to topple the czar. In the book, Trotsky speaks of a wealthy benefactor he called Dr. M. The identity of the mysterious Dr. M is revealed to us as being none other than Jacob Schiff by G. Edward Griffin in The Creature from Jekyll Island. Griffin said, quote, it must have been a curious sight to see the family of the great socialist radical defender of the working class enemy of capitalism enjoying the pleasures of tea rooms and chauffeurs, the very symbols of capitalist luxury. In any event, it is now known that almost all of his expenses in New York, including the mass root rallies, were paid for by Jacob Schiff. It's kind of like the Soros of those days. Mm-hmm. It, turns, mm-hmm, it turns out that the revolutionaries in Russia were recruited by Jacob Schiff, head of Kuhn and Loeb and Company in New York. Is that name's enough for you, brother? These revolutionaries were trained in New York to distribute propaganda, which Schiff paid for, to indoctrinate Russian dissidents into rebellion against their own government. Leon Trotsky was Schiff's chief revolutionary, conducting mass rallies in New York, which were all paid for by Schiff. When Trotsky was arrested as a German agent threatening England's war effort, President Woodrow Wilson offered his release. As Anthony Sutton said in his book, Wall Street and the Bolshevik Revolution, quote, President Woodrow Wilson was the fairy godmother who provided Trotsky with a passport to return to Russia to carry forward the revolution. Mm. Ain't that some shit. What I did, fairies. Niggas not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And my mentality started taking its fucking toll. Yep. Yep, and that was part of the plot, too, because as they were creating the Federal Reserve, you had people stepping forward, you know, who were kind of the hidden hand, who were who were coming off as if the Federal Reserve was their patriotic duty. Creating a central bank was their patriotic duty. But then in, you know, the 1929, when the stock market crashed, they basically stole, what, I think they said 50% of... American wealth. You know, now I'm going to cut you off real quick. You know what would be a great winning of hearts and minds with this corona shit and everything? Niggas don't trust the government? Open the vaults of Fort Knox. <laughs> like, that'll fucking ever happen. Like, show American people, like, you know what I mean? Niggas always hear stories about them carting that shit away on trains. Right, all the whatnot, like show the American people, but that shit will probably the world will turn on its head because then a dollar will be useless. Right, nothing is there. They'll see nothing is in New York or any other reserve. I think they probably got like paintings and like 
alien species that fucking get out will turn into the blob and start consuming organic matter and just getting more and more mass and become indestructible and eat the planet. Right. For sure, they probably got goofy shit in there like that in Fort Knox. Like there's some gold bars, like the last two gold bars left on pallets. Right, right. <laughs> you got to go by the, the man-eating blob to get it. <laughs> Security promotions. What you got? Right. What you got in the book? Yeah, bro. So he's talking about the robber barons now. Come back about- if your phone if your phone are getting live, turn that shit back on. Shit. Jesus Christ. It's late night, brother. I've been at yeah. it all day. You know how that shit goes. You acting like it ain't. It's, it's, it's not even a late night. It's an early morning right now. Yeah, I have to be in the fucking truck. I got this thing want me to do a dummy mission. Doing a dummy mission. I'm a unique individual. Fuck. That New Jersey's famous for. Oh. So let me read this part. Continue, please. The the robber barons of today: Ken Lay, Gary Winnick, Steve Case, and Charles Schwab were able to pull off a repeat. Talking about these great heists. So. One thing, this book was written in 2004, so this was before the economic collapse. This was before 2008, when the, when the, uh, the economy basically um, crashed. The Great, what they call it? The Great Recession. Mm-hmm. This is before the Great Recession, but Eglishon peeped that the shit was coming, okay? The robber barons of today, Ken Lay, Gary Winnick... Steve Case and Charles Schwab were able to pull off a repeat in principle of what happened in the 1920s. Because most people today are indifferent and still don't understand the true economic dynamics of this plutocracy. Ariana Huffington, in her book, Pigs at the Trough, gives us a great summary of the wanton disregard for the working class by today's robber barons and the false notion of shared destiny in the 21st century free market. Ariana asks us, quote, how can there be talk of a shared destiny in a nation where just over 1% of the population, 170 billionaires, 25,000 decamillionaires, and 4.8 millionaires control approximately 50% of the entire country's personal wealth? Where the richest 20% earn 48.5% of the income and the poorest 20% merely 5.2%. Where since 1980, real income for the bottom fifth of families fell by $800, while the top four, for the top fifth, it rose by $56,800. Stop. The last fucking bailout, we divide that up by 350 million people. Yep. That's $150,000 a pop. Yep. I think the math was. Yep. If, That's you, what we did. if you say, all right, you motherfuckers have paid whatever, we're going to do this, even if they did it one time, imagine and, and provided economic or financial literacy courses. Mm-hmm. And that was a prerequisite before you uh, had the money released to you. Imagine you care about your citizens. Imagine some shit like that. So like, all right, you corporations got it. Y'all don't even pay taxes mm-hmm. for once. 
Imagine American country, American fucking citizens winning, like you know that that like the niggas would be sold, motherfuckers would be sold, bro. Exactly, and education before you get that coin though. They don't want that. They don't want us. They they don't want us being in that type of position of strength at all. And it's just and it's crazy to watch this go down because this is just like Weimar. You know, and so many people describe it like that, where it's about the uh, the, the sucking of the wealth of this country. And the difference between this and Weimar is this is actually going through. And not Can't, for nothing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but who you said sucking, out of, sucking resources out of the country? Who else was that? That was BB's line. Right. Yeah, and they would, will um, go ahead and say it. Nah, he do it. He was like, we was. Suck the America dry until it withers away and blows in the wind. Like, what the mm -hmm. fuck you mean? You're right. ally, my guy. This is how you talk about your ally? Apparently. Yeah, this guy, this is the guy I was, I was looking at. I, I read about him today in the book. Again, thieves, thieves in the temple. This guy. There's much more that can be said on the crash of 1929, but I think Lewis McFadden summed it up best. On May 23, 1933, McFadden brought impeachment charges against the Federal Reserve Board for causing the stock market crash of 1929. He said, I quote, I charged them with having taken over $80 billion from the U.S. government in the year 1928. I charged them with having arbitrarily and unlawfully raised and lowered the rates on money increased and diminished the volume of currency in circulation for the benefit of private interest. As I have already said in this book, end quote, as I have already said in this book, McFadden died mysteriously, but I neglected to add the fact that before his death, there were two attempts by gunmen to assassinate him. If an ordinary person were to become involved in the practice of lending money at interest and then manipulating the rate of interest in order that he could obtain more and more of the borrower's wealth, then suddenly restrict or stop lending any more money once the borrower has become totally dependent on the lender, that lender would be arrested and sent to prison for racketeering. This this guy McFadden, they they he was a what was he, he was a congressman, I believe. And he he basically exposed that this was going on. So that was his quote right there that we heard. It, these motherfuckers, they came for him, John. First, he was getting out of a cab. They shot hit him twice, but the bullets missed him. They got lodged in the cab. Oh. And then the second time, he was at some kind of party. And he had said that he had been poisoned. And he, he, was only, he only lived because his doctor pumped his stomach. I thought that was good. The doctor had a stomach pump on hand. It's back in the 1929 or 1928. Like, huh? Don't worry, I have a stomach pump type of shit. Just come with the fucking tactical midwife bag made of leather. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you got all in there? I look like a little tube bag for under a sink. Like, don't question my logic. Right. Like, like, ah. Yeah, this is the thing. Like in that instance, that's history. Can we do a backpedal? And who was the individual responsible at the time of the government for 
moving this amount of currency? What was his name? So-and-so. What was the motherfucker after him in that position? What ethnicity was he? What was the one before him? What financial crap? We need to do a timeline of financial disasters. Well, and these motherfuckers of who was sitting in the seat. So this the is the thing. This is the thing because it's not a single individual. So, you know, they talk about J.P. Morgan, right? All that J.P. Morgan. He was one of the wealthier people at this time. And he was, you know, he wasn't. I don't even want to say he was a front man because he wasn't really a front man. He wasn't a money man, nothing like that. J.P. Morgan was working for the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds. So this this whole book, Thieves in the Temple, uh-huh. it's really condemning the, the Rothschilds and their banking cartels, their international banking practices. And talks who, about who, who and who you know who it's like it's like we can't beat around a bush too much longer. It's twenty twenty one. You know what's mm-hmm. what are we gonna call them? What they are? Kazarian nomads. What's in their Talmud? How to fucking manipulate usury? You know what I mean? Interest and usury. That shit ain't come from Paraguay, right? And see, so this is the thing, right? So with these Kazarian nomads. Right, that's in their Talmud. So watch, talk about Rothschild. This family, they 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 basically were at the forefront of the central banks in Europe, in London, and then eventually in the United States. And this the this central bank we have right now, the Federal Reserve, is the fourth central bank in the U.S. And this goes back to what I was saying about Alexander Hamilton earlier, where Hamilton, yeah, you know, the the fucking play was great and the music and all that, but Hamilton was promoting the central bank. And Eglishon is is, uh, saying that it's very likely that Alexander Hamilton was an agent of the Rothschild and the Rothschild Bank. He, he established, I believe, the second central bank in the, in the United States, whether it was in the colonies or, or in the actual country as it was formed. But that was the second central bank. There was another one around Lincoln's time. And Lincoln... He shot his ass for that. In, right, in order to get around, because they were, you know, in this book he was explaining that John Wilkes Booth, that would be like, Tom Cruise blowing away the head of state. You know what I'm saying? That John Wilkes Booth was a well-known actor in those times. And the things that uh, Lincoln was about to do for the South, he wasn't exactly about to screw over the South. He created his greenbacks, and he had, he had skirted around the, uh, the system of the, the, system, the central banking system that was being created. Interest-free greenbacks, basically, is what he was doing. And they were like, nah, buddy, we're not doing that. After after uh, Lincoln, which president? There was, like, two other presidents who really weren't with that shit either. Was it, I don't know if it was Grover Cleveland. There was one president who lasted a few days and then died on some shit. There was another one, I think, Taft, who was shot. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they had reduced the debt. They they had uh basically um can't remember what they did. It's all in this book. They, all this shit is cited in this book. Like there was a lot. There was people who were bucking back against it, against this uh this usury and against this um these central banks, and they were taken out. You know, these presidents that were taken out over the years, it was it wasn't for no reason. Because, like you always say, they're fucking with the church's money or fucking with the temple's money, John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like Jesus and coming there with razor whips and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. But, like, it's going to come a day. Too many people are talking about these memes are going to get addressed. You got too many people saying the same shit Nick Cannon got bastardized for. Yep. And maybe it can might have gotten that idea. Nah. It's like whatever happened to that Weisenthal debate that was supposed to pop off in Harlem. I told you I feel like that was just bait. Yeah, that I was that's bait. All that was. They just were trying to bring people out on the on the posts and on, you know what I mean? They wanted people to respond. Tag track ID. That's probably what that was about. They wanted to tag these anti-Semitic niggas. We're gonna nail their balls to the wall. That's how they be. I was like, I've been in a bike club and shit. I remember one instance, the state police ran us off the fucking road, bro. We was just chilling and shit. These niggas thought we was somebody else. He's out here. We looked at the side. These niggas in the, in the back of the car with the fucking the lens and shit, just snapping the fuck away like paparazzi. Oh, I ain't Diana, baby. Slow that down. Like, what the fuck? Why oh. like, you taking pictures like that? Like, and dead ass, you know what I mean? Just shit just went crazy. It was like they was really posted up. Like, at locations just to see license plates, just to tag track ID. See that shit? That shit, I was like three years ago. I was at a van. We was up in Lebanon, New Jersey, just chilling and shit on the road. Just riding motorcycles. Niggas like, came out. State police fucking marked cars and unmarked cars. Like, we got that shit on video. Niggas in the, uh, was in the back. Yo, why'd your volume just cut off? Show volume. What'd you say? Yeah, your show volume just cut off. <laughs> That's what happens. They say, oh shit. Oh, yo, they did talk about us tonight. Exactly. It's funny you said that. You just reminded me one time when I was living in Cali, my shorty and I were driving around and this is like a heavily racist area, you know. They had their little group. Huh? Kind of. I feel like it was back in the day, but not when we were living there. 
But uh, yeah, there was one part that was kind of a sundown town. There was some shit next door, the town next door, actually. A lot of shit now that I think about it. But so we were driving. There you go. We were driving on the highway, and this lady was driving next to us. She pulls up next to us, and she's fucking recording us with her camera, like. And we just stopped, and we just, you know what I'm saying? We kept going. This person was pulling off, and it's not like we pulled any crazy move, you know? Probably had the kids in the car or something like that. Like, we weren't really driving crazy, nothing like that. But this lady was like, she was recording us as if she knew who the fuck we were. You know what I'm saying? And we were low-key out there, but mm-hmm. just some weird shit. You just remind me of, like, randomly being filmed as your... Mm-hmm. On your own mission, you know, like what the I fuck sent you, I sent you some shit in your DM the other day in the morning. I was out here moving my truck, and I was sitting in my car and shit. And I see these niggas pull up in a fucking white rape me van. Hmm. I'm sitting there just looking. I zoomed in on these motherfuckers. Two white dudes. One dude just with a phone, just sitting there like this, just like. Like he's squeezing with the fingers and shit, fat motherfucker in the passenger seat, and another motherfucker in the other car in the driver's seat, just like looking at me. I'm looking at them. We about a hundred yards away from each other, not even like probably not probably like a hundred, hundred fifty feet. And I'm just watching these niggas. This niggas just still with the phone situation. So I said, I was zoomed in and recorded this shit. I sent that shit to you in your DM. I was like. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, kind of liability that sort of ain't gonna happen, obviously. Niggas watch. Right. Can't trust yeah. man, like You don't know who the fuck. Like they getting presidents and countries. Right. That shit's still going on. Like motherfuckers can't even live with a good idea. Mm-hmm. That shit is real. And you know. About to wrap this up for the evening. Oh my god, it's damn near three hours and thirty minutes, Captain. And um I just wanted to give shout out to Earl Simmons, aka DMX two in this, you know, because you see what's going on with him. He's in the mm-hmm. hospital. You know, hopefully that man pulls through. They said he alright now, right? They were saying that that was bullshit. Were you still fucked up? Oh no, you fucking with people's emotions out here. But you know, he was one. Of, he was always one of my favorite rappers, just because I don't know, man. His brother was real. You know, I feel like I learned a lot from him from listening to him. He wasn't. I feel like he wasn't your average rapper out there. He always spit with the message. Even if you're not a religious person, he always had that prayer at the end of it. You know, you know, you could you could kind of see what kind of struggles the man was going through. It's you know? shit. Even he was even against the fucking industry turning motherfuckers out, bro. Just fucking yeah. eroding their fucking morals of what rap was is supposed to be. A fucking articulation of life. Niggas out here just being coerced into fucking just being slutty and horish and just fucking the worst of the worst lyrics and shit. Like, 
I was my one brother the other day comparing Cardi B's nasty shit to mm-hmm. fucking uh they was like look how Lauren Hill, how long she lasts in a game. Right. Two years, right? Because she was telling women to do what? Empower yourself, put your fucking clothes on, respect mm-hmm. yourself, stop giving your pussy away. They said that shit had to get out of here. There was no quality control. Right. Exactly. Because niggas too busy getting hemmed up for every little misdemeanor or every little pussy charge and you're taken away from your family and then your fucking family's over here doing what the fuck ever. But you know what I mean? Just weird shit. Like, we need to protect our fucking family. Niggas be having kids and don't even give a fuck. Like, shit's sad, crazy. Sad world we live in, bro. That shit's crazy. And then those children are just, you know. Grow up and it repeats itself. And now you got these like real predators. It's not even just the the traditional sexual predators. You have these people out here sexualizing children, getting them in vulnerable states, telling them that if you if your parent doesn't let you get a transgender surgery, that's child abuse. Then you go off into some LGBT foster home where they're promoting you to get a sexual change. You know what I'm saying? Like when when is it appropriate for adults to be you know explaining and referring children to sexual material that you, that sexual abuse you know whose modus operandi that has always been mhm mhm it's all about the children always blood libels i'm not going to your blood libel this year cameron on the winter <laughs> surface, wherever the fuck they do it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but this is why we're here. This is why we keep on fighting. And, you know, we just encourage all y'all out there to keep on fighting. Um, You see the ad that we got? Just the Bill Cooper. That shit is over 20 years old. That's almost 30 years old now. It's probably, you know... 19 or 18 or 19 years that audio and it still stands true today um this police state those no-knock raids haven't decreased in the last 30 years they've increased and they're only going to increase Uh until people like y'all do something about it what happened with Philadelphia boy that survived the shootout with the cops? Yeah, that? they throwing him under the jail. I, I looked into it. They throwing him under the jail. That motherfucker, he's ne- never coming out, <laughs> according to them. Wasn't he legal right though? Wasn't he legal, Carrie? I don't think he was legal. It, 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 was, it was some gangster shit, and he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. They didn't come for him. But he did get some. Yeah, he was just there doing whatever he was doing. Oh. And they came to, you know, they kicked down the door. It was a no-knock raid, some shit like that. And he opened up on them. And, he, yo, he I didn't realize it. He had six officers held hostage in the fucking apartment. <laughs> it's not like me and Op 4 in Okinawa and the cement complexes. I, was, I got in trouble for that shit. I had niggas hemmed up in a fucking closet. We heard these niggas running up the stairs and shit. 
I had my man's laying on the floor in the kitchen in the prone with his legs tucked behind the wall facing the entrance of the door. It was a closet on a fucking left side that you could walk into and it was a living room right here. And then on the back in the kitchen, it was a fucking window, just comp concrete buildings and shit we were trained at. Mm-hmm. And these niggas, I had my man Gutierrez on the back stairwells tagging a fucking team that was coming up. These motherfuckers come in the door, getting shot up and shit. They duck in the fucking closet thinking they got cover. Bow right in the face. Stay there, don't move. I had fucking like a whole team, I had like 16 niggas, like, like crowded, nut to butt. I was like, shut the fuck up, stay still, because it was more than niggas coming and shit. I had niggas laying down in the living room and shit while they was still getting tagged. Come up and then one, and it was a lieutenant, and I, well, I told him to shut the fuck up. And he said, What's your name, Marine? Soon as I say, soon as I heard him say, What's your name, Marine? I was like, Fuck, I'm fucking done now. I'm like, who is this man with a fucking costume? Took his goggles off and shit. He's a fucking second lieutenant. Hit this nigga in the face and her neck and shit, man, with the fucking semination around. It was just hurt. I got chewed the fuck out for that shit. They were too aggressive. We started setting fake fucking paint claymores in the road for these things. Like, fuck that. <laughs> what you do this. Oh, I was always a fucking bad guy. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you said 16? Yes, it was 16 niggas. In this they, make these, they make these complexes big. It's like concrete. Like a house that don't got no infrastructure. It's just like... Mm-hmm. I mean, just walking in walls, just, just no windows and shit, just like concrete. Oh, like, shot him in the face. Face <laughs> still, get in there. Nigga sitting there tight. I got a fucking pile of rockets in the corner. Like, yo, that's 16 motherfuckers that will never forget that in their life. Like, no, that wasn't done for the day. Nigga, ain't time to do that. We was there for a while. And we was camped out. We had to do that training evolution for a minute. Like a couple of days, niggas. I was switching out. I got on top of roofs and shit. Nigga, I was sitting there shooting niggas on top of hot roof. That metal hot as hell, bro. Sitting there doing my bodies, bro. Fuck that shit. Come on, Hoffman. Anyway, we done. We ain't talking about that no more. Yo, my man may sound like one comes. Enough of that, chat. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to the most dangerous two hours in radio. Yeah, if you were listening to uh to my uh live feed, yeah, that shit is gone, cousin. <laughs> it ain't coming back. It's still but, on yeah, we're on the we're on the radio and we're on John's. You're gonna save it, right? So, you know, there's so much that we can even talk about now, but we just can't. We still need to talk about that goddamn Navy ship, that that, that, that medical ship down in the Suez Canal. That's going to open up a lot of shit. Um, i like to follow that later on as that uh, yeah. holds. Yeah, let's look into that and see what, what comes of it, because you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look, look out for... Look out for more false flag shootings. You know, hope wrong, hope we're wrong, but look out for the shootings of children, especially bringing children into it. We read that Gladio shit earlier, so you already know what it is. Mm-hmm. You know the um, fucking we got between. You know, we didn't even talk about Operation Bring a Fire this week. 
But, you know, y'all should look into that. You can find info on that on godlikeproductions.com and before it's news.com. I finally cracked the code, finally found all that information on Operation Ring of Fire. Forwardsnews.com and Godlike Productions have a lot of stuff, so folks can look into that because that's about you know detonating nukes around the country and you know train derailments, train crashes, factory explosions. That's come building up between 420, around 419, 418, let's say to May 1st. We might see some shit. You know what I foresee? Was that I foresee them? staging these false flags and blaming it on anti-vaxxer right-wing militias or some wild wacky shit whatever they'll call it right you say it's vaxxer shoot they're bombing vaccination stations right right when that niggas be like Who, who's doing what go get all the people all the guns that are in this vicinity mm-hmm. just why everybody just need your reaction take their guns like niggas never went there nobody right. straight up matthew bracken novel shit like domestic enemies and shit like. mm-hmm. exactly we don't want your thoughts and prayers type of shit that's what time they're on right now right mm-hmm. we ain't lying. we got to get our own gofundme and get our own land we'll become our own sheriffs and shit mm-hmm. exactly run the feds out of town every time like sorry fellas um, anyway, yeah, there's this a patent. We'll check on it next time. Patent US 2020027958581A1 system and method for testing for COVID. Submitted 201510 13 mm. by. Richard A. Rothschild. Wow! In the mouth, bah. right in what the mouth. Do now with the with the knowledge. What shall you do now with the knowledge? You know the address is just disrespected the esophagus with that shit. And, and another one I wanted to throw out Richard there, Rothschild. Yeah, and another patent by Richard Rothschild because you know you can check out other patents by them. System and method for personalized preference optimization. A system and method is provided for using biometric data from an individual to determine at least one emotion, mood, physical state, or mental state of the individual, which is then used either alone or together with other data to provide the individual with certain web-based data. Man, listen, nigga. He's too angry. Get him out. Those ones in the crowd. There they are. Yep. The eight rebels. There are hoods come off. You know what I'm saying? Come up. Like. 2015, September 4th. All right, folks. Man, listen. There need to be knocks on fucking doors. Mm. But in the perfect world of logic, on this realm, that doesn't exist. Yep. That's exactly. crazy. Uh-huh. That's just wild, right? I just, I just had to throw those in there before we close out. Name on that shit. Like, let me mushroom stamp these motherfuckers up with my dick and ink. Because ah, ah, right, you know they got to get their credit and he's got to make it look like it's something positive, something that's good for us. Go fuck out of here. 
Late, that's, late crazy. that's crazy. COVID back then. Well, we've known that. 2015. 2015. I mean, unless there's something we don't know about patents and you could proactive or what is it? Preemptively. I don't know what the fuck. I ain't even gonna try to make up words for that bullshit. I don't even know what the fuck we even entertain the fact that they had that shit right there. <laughs> right. Niggas be running to the house with hatchets right now. Period. In the they real world. But that should be Africa. Right, exactly. They, they what? But that should be Jamaica. They what? <laughs> oh, I'm... What one? You know, Exactly. Storm that shit, but... My brother, thank you as always for the conversation, brother John. Thank you to all the listeners who tuned in. Um, you know, check us out at onthewakeupradio.com. You can check us out at the SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. So create an account on otwtube.com, folks. Otwtube.com. For free speech social media. Big shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up. Now I want to do another voice. On the wake up. I'm sorry. I'll never let Jonathan speak like that again. For the you say that every time. I know I lie. It's got to break, Jay. Hey, yo, I got a question offline. Uh-huh. Hold on. We're not off yet. I'm wrong for Ayo, they have another one of those African festivals and shit. Like we went to last year. You know about any festivals coming up in the city? I don't. They're trying to do all this shit virtual now. Don't you gotta sell bean pies online, nigga? What the fuck? Like shit is whack. Lord individual. Cindy Ashby. Cindy Ashby. 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 On the wake up.